Hello and welcome to On the Esky, a podcast where we like to confuse the Commonwealth Games for the Olympics. Mm, in today's what, one of us does. <laughs> in today's show, uh, we're going to take a look at the recent matches in the cricket. Uh, going to preview round nineteen in the NRL and AFL. Get stuck into the results. Well, the the result coming out of the NBA, and then we've got some news coming up from the NFL, USC, and of course the Olympics a day away. On my left. Lefts, I've got both the boys, Peps and Monks are back. Yo, yo. Hey, wait, yeah. how's your couple days been? Because it's only been three, what, days. three days, two podcasts in one week. Quick turnaround. Short turnaround. Yeah, we yeah, might yeah. be able to uh, nut this one out in under three hours, I'd reckon, tonight. <laughs> yes. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, you're used to nutting them out quick. So <laughs> <laughs> Three hours, that, that's about a hundred of them. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, start uh, strong, start strong. <laughs> yeah, we're good down here. We're good down here. Um, who wants a shout of beer first? Should I, I'll go first. I'll you go, go first. Go for it. I was going to say, boys, revenge is a debt. Is wow, is a <laughs> dish best served cold. And here's a nice cold beverage for Frank the Tank Kaminsky. Uh, he's just won uh, an NBA ring with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, we'll have a deep dive into that yeah. uh, coming up shortly. He had an ongoing knee injury last uh, year in the bubble. I think some kind of stress fracture uh, in his patella. And he got shafted by the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Picked up this year by the Bucks. <laughs> I think uh, he had a, a little uh, a stint, I think, at Sacramento Kings, but he didn't get a contract. And then the Bucks said, we'll use you as an impact player off the bench. The big, big seven-footer. He actually played a few minutes in the finals against his old team. And now he has a championship ring. So good on him for sticking it out. And, uh, yeah, a little bit bittersweet year for him getting getting cut less yeah. than 12 months ago in the bubble and now he's an nba champ on you frank the tank shout out to uh will ferrell as well <laughs> 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 we're going streaking in the quad frank the tank good on you enjoy thanks yep uh so this week i'm going to shout a beer to the six polish swimmers who have to return home not mm. not because of the dreaded Coco COVID or because they're being kicked out of the Olympics for, say, banned substance or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, like but cocaine for a certain horse rider, but we'll keep going. <laughs> Can we confirm that was the horse rider and not the horse? Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know in the racing industry it has been known to give them some kind of stimulants, but I can't imagine that's too good in the dressage. We, no, <laughs> we no, not at all. <laughs> Stop fucking peeking, horse. <laughs> What's some weird trotting to do? That's it. Um, Sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested in the story now. Um, no, so they got sent home because the uh, Polish Swimming Federation, the P. ZP uh, could not understand or did not understand the FINA qualifying rules and sent six players more than what they're allowed. Yeah. Um, so, so it's a, a Mulitalo times six. Something like mm-hmm. that, yeah. yeah. Couldn't figure out the eligibility rules. and mm-hmm. um, Very unfortunate. I mean, imagine train all the training <laughs> they've put into, yeah. uh, most notably Alicia Chores, who's probably leading a lot of the social media outrage around this. Yep, uh, this yep. is her third, was going to be a third Olympic. So yep. um, she competes in the 100 meter backstroke as a specialty. So not too sure if. On the way home. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've, I can speak from experience. The beers are dirt cheap in Poland. So you might be able to, <laughs> might be even able to shout them a six pack, one yeah. each. Yeah. That's it. It'll cost you about 50 Australian cents. That's not too bad. Yeah, that sucks. That you know. Yeah, we, we spoke about the the shit show in the bumhole NRL league that we mm. have here. Um, not being able to sort out paperwork and for it to all come to fruition in the last 
you know, well, five years worth of work. Well, five years worth of work, and it all goes three days out yeah. before you. Due to it. an accounting area where they don't That's know it. where the difference between Damn. fifteen and twenty five percent is. Damn so. accounts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say it's an accounting error. <laughs> There's no money involved with this. Um, no, but yeah, you got to feel for them. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. I think they're all trying to sign a petition to get. The, the head boss and essentially the the federation yeah a whole yeah. bunch of guys sacked heads of a roll yeah they want a, the whole board um, of the swing federation to resign well the right. good we news just, the good yeah. news is because of Coco that's only three years till the next Olympics not four so it's true maybe <laughs> maybe a few of them will be back yeah maybe my shout out beer uh, I'm going to shout out the F1 teams uh, we talked a little bit about Lewis Hamilton and the kind of result in the race and what what had happened um, but the online trolls of course got stuck into him. Um, and not in a nice way. And a lot of the F1 teams came out in support, as they do, for their their process to kind of go in to try and you know stamp out racism as, as much as they possibly can as being in the mm. front of that. So big sh- big shout out beer to all the F1 teams to for doing that. Beautiful, definitely. Right, let's get stuck into the cricket, and mm-hmm. let's. Why wouldn't we talk about it? Because we we're top of the world. We've won one. <laughs> we finally won a game. We beat the West we're Indies. Back, baby. We're back, baby. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. We never left. <laughs> Um, so game one of the ODI series uh, happened yesterday in Barbados. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Carey got the nod to become a uh, skipper in his uh, first time leading Australia. So good on to him. Former uh, GWS Academy captain. Yep. So he had the hard choice to choose footy or cricket. He went with cricket mm-hmm. and it's, it's paid dividends for him. Uh, Finch obviously out with that hamstring strain. Um, and then how about this 11 that we went with, okay? Josh Philippi, Ben mm-hmm. McDermott opened the batting. Mitch Marsh, he's been in good form. Moses Onrex, Alex Carey, Ashton Turner, Matthew Wade, Mitchell Stark, Adam Zampa, Wes Agar on mm-hmm. debut, and Josh Hazelwood. Of our best 11, I think there's probably four guys there in an ODI 11. You would pick Hazelwood, you would pick Stark, you'd probably pick Zampa, and on form, Mitch Marsh. Yep. So outside of that, it kind of is an Australia B team. Mm. Didn't look like one. Uh, Australia made nine for 252. It was 49 over game just due to a little bit of drizzle. Uh, Carey uh, had a captain's knock of 67 and 49 from Ashton Turner. Tell you what, though, this Hayden Walsh Jr., we spoke about him three days ago. He continues to give us dramas. He had five for 39, uh, the West Indian leggy. Mm -hmm. That's the best ODI figures for a West Indian against Australia in 30 years, if you don't mind. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, What wasn't impressive was the West Indies Mm. batting showing. Um, they we had him about six for twenty seven, I believe, at one stage. Mitch, Mitch Stark uh, got a uh, Evan Lewis with a first ball leading edge caught and bowled, and then the second over bowled one of the best nuts he's bowled in a while. Uh, a nice in swinging uh, length ball that just took the top of Jason Muhammad's uh, off bail. Uh, that got us off to a flyer, and then Josh Hazel was just bowling stump to stump, cramping them all up. Uh, Starkey finished with 5 for 48 and Hazelwood 3 for 11 of just six overs. The question I want to po- uh, pose to you boys is why are we so good at one days and we suck at 2020 cricket when you wouldn't think that there's that much removed between them? Mm. I we just it's the other way around. We're just better at the l- slightly longer formats. Uh, well, as in the, the longer formats. Well, it? well our, our, our bowlers shone here, right? Mm. And they're... I think it might it might be it might be a double edged sword here. Monks, can you get some of the batting numbers? Because I'd be interested to see what guys like 
Philippi, McDermott, um, Henriques and Wade did, considering we're trying to track in their form a little bit. Yeah, so I think I think Philippi and McDermott both got about 30, did they not? 39 for Philippi, 28 for McDermott. Henriques yeah. struggling Ooh, still yeah. a little bit. Wade, I, Wade three. Ugh. I think I think the um, going back to the question of, of why do we do well in the ODIs and, and less so in the 2020s, it might be a double-edged sword here. I think the West Indians are really good at T20 cricket as yeah. well. Well, we were talking about last week. Like, they, I mean, you got Chris Gale that hangs around, a lot of those kind of names. Yeah. They oh. live and breathe T20. That's yeah, right. it's probably so opposites where our guys kind of need maybe the extra overs to get into the game. Yeah. Whereas the West Indian guys will come out here and just blast it a little bit. I think that's what it more is. Obviously, Chris Gale not playing in, in the ODIs. Too but, much running. But outside of that, that's a very similar team to what we saw mm-hmm. with Lewis and Hetmeyer and Puran. Yeah, uh, that po- Bravo in there? Uh, that's a different... So that's Darren Bravo. Bravo? Yeah, yeah so not the other they, one. Swap, yeah, Bravo mm-hmm. for Bravo. Uh, but it's, uh, Walsh played in the T20s. Jason Holder played. So there's still seven or so guys there from that West Indian T20 team coming across the ODIs. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's more... What you're saying there, Sean, is that they're really good at hitting hitting a long ball. But in terms of establishing an innings and staying, you know, and seeing off uh, yeah. a swinging ball, possibly they do struggle a little bit. It is also one game, so <laughs> so, so let's not. They'll, they'll come out and put 400 on Australia, and we'll barely get 200. That's no, it. We put I the doubt, curse on Australia. Now. I doubt. I'm quietly confident. I think I think we sweep them in the ODIs here. Mm. It's just something that's that's becoming. Really apparent, and West Indians are known for being excellent T Twenty cricketers. But we mm. are over mm. in in uh, in their home arenas, yep. and it's so interesting that we, after getting pants four one in a T Twenty series, can come out and then just annihilate them. And to be honest, they're lucky that they made one hundred and twenty three in response. Well, that, po- Pollard scored uh, it was over all, half of it. So. All off Pollard. If you don't mind scrolling up there, Monks, what do you have? 50, 56. 56, a runner ball fifty six. You take away him, and geez, they're scheduled for sixty. Yep. So, uh, and they they were what do we got there? Six for twenty seven after seven overs. This could have been an absolute embarrassment for the West Indies. So good, good for the Aussies. Uh, a good confidence booster after a very lackluster T Twenty series. And uh, the next few games will happen over the weekend, and we'll cover them next week, next week. on on the uh, on the Esky. Mm-hmm. Let's go over to the subcontinent. Uh, so India is playing Sri Lanka. Uh, currently in uh, Colombo, we've had two of uh, the ODIs uh, go mm-hmm. so far. The first game was a very easy uh, affair for the Indians. They cruised to a seven-wicket victory. Sri Lanka made a respectable 262. Uh, that was really bolstered from uh, by some late hitting from Chamika Karuna Ratne mm-hmm. with 43 not out of 35. No one else did too much there. Shout out to Krunal Pandya. He was the pick of the bowlers. One for 26 of 10 there for the Pandya, Pandya, Pandya. And the Indian chase was never in doubt. Captain Shikadawan, 86 not off 95, uh, continuing his stellar form from the IPL and 59 to uh, the rhyming name Ishan Kishan. Uh, it was a, a closer affair in game two. Uh, the Sri Lankans batted first again. They made again 275. So we were concerned that they were going to get really blitzed here. So they've, they've, mm. they've made a good showing of yeah, it. Under 200. This is- wouldn't uh, have surprised me. So yeah, I, I was really yeah worried worried that they yeah wouldn't be making two hundred. So mm. two two good scores there. Uh, it was Charith Asalanka with sixty five of sixty eight and Avishka Fernando with fifty runs there. Uh, good uh, bowling from Yuzvendra Chahal and Bhuvneshwar Kumar three apiece there. And that the Indian top order really struggled here. Sri Lanka had them on the ropes at five for one hundred and sixteen. 
Uh, it was uh, Wanindo uh, Hasaranga, three for 37. He claimed both of the openers. Uh, but it was uh, Deepak Chaha, batting number eight, had a gutsy 69 not out to get the Indians home and a man of the match performance for the fast bowler. He also had two wickets with the ball. Game three is tomorrow, followed by 3-20-20. So mm. interesting that the Sri Lankans have actually been able to stick it to the Indians. I suppose being at home helps and it also being a bit of an India B side, let's be frank. Yeah. Um, my, that question, that helps. my question to you was going to be of this India B side, as we're calling it, mm-hmm. is there anyone there um, starting to make maybe inroads into the India A team that so you can see that they'll be pushing um, form-wise to maybe well, knock someone off? In it. In a white ball, we, we say India B because it's no one that's playing test cricket. True. But we look at yeah. their side, you've got Privati Shaw, you've got Shikhar Darwin, you've got Ishan Kishan, Manish Pandey. There's no reason why any of those guys can't play white ball cricket for India. Yep. Then you've got Surya Kumar Yadav, mm-hmm. uh, been excellent in the IPL. And then you've got mm. both Pandya brothers. Yeah. You look at this B side and yet we're calling it India B. It's... That's not the right term for it. It's the Indian white ball team, <laughs> less a few guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's you know, Kohli would be there. Kohli's a big Bo- one. Bumrah would be there. Would you put Pant in that side? Yeah, Pant would be in that side. And then outside, outside oh, Jadeja would be there. So that's five. Four. That's four <laughs> that I've named. So it's not we're, – we're doing them a disservice calling yeah. it India B. What we should be calling it is the India white ball cricket team. Yeah. Less, yeah. A, less a few dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But it – and again, that's a fucking strong – that's a strong lineup. Mm. So kudos to the Sri Lankans mm. to, uh, you know, keeping it amicable. We have spoken at length at the demise of Sri Lankan cricket here of late. So mm-hmm. – Look, they haven't got a win, but um, they haven't been embarrassed in either of these games. And no, good They've made them contests, yeah, which is what you want to yeah. say. Yeah, for sure. And the Sri Lankan people who have been suffering a fair bit of late, uh, I think they, they their spirits would be bolstered, uh, I think, uh, given these results. So we'll see what happens in game three tomorrow. Maybe the Indians try a few young blokes, considering mm-hmm. they've got the ODIs already wrapped up, yep. and then we roll into the T20s where you'd think Sri Lanka are even more likely to mm-hmm. steal a win. Uh, let's go over to England. So uh, our, our last ep, it was one apiece uh, in the T20s um, between England and Pakistan. And England won the decider in a thriller. Pakistan made 154. It was uh, Mohammad Rizwan who carried them, 76 not out of 54. And Adil Rashid, 4 for 34, was the best of the English bowlers. Well, is this a T20? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. T20. So, so <laughs> they're trying to work out if they played on landmines or something for the low scores, but no. Oh, 154 still 7. Yeah, but seven for t- for, sorry, for T20, I was thinking ODIs. So, I was like, but for T20, that's You weren't listening last week. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the other way around. I, I got confused. That's right. So, the ODIs went first, mm-hmm. and it was, we talk about B sides. That really was an England B side yeah. uh, after uh, the COVID took their all their starters. Um, and then the England actually just got home with two balls remaining in this game. 64 to Jason Roy survived a middle order collapse uh, to, to get them over. So they win the ODIs 3-zip and they win the T20s 2-1. Not bad uh, considering a lot of their guys were unavailable. Uh, and a lot of them have been through their quarantine now and, and are, become, are coming back. We're coming back into this side, but a lot of the guys that had come back in 
won't be playing in the test series anyway, which yeah. which yeah. starts true, true. Well, start start of August. So we're getting very close. very very close. I was just going to ask you that question. Yeah, a couple yeah. Of weeks. And um, oh, in other news, Bangladesh swept Zimbabwe <laughs> in three ODIs. If anyone cares about that, but <laughs> Australia maybe should be keeping an eye on Bangladesh because we do play them in five T twenties coming up. And yeah, it would be really embarrassing if we get done by Bangladesh. But that is over there, so who knows? Yes, and there could be some rank turners over there. Mm. So. Uh, Monks, could you just look up? I think it's August 4th that the first test match between England and India kicks off, mm-hmm. which gives us two yes. weeks. What are we thinking there, boys? England at home against, yep. against an Indian side, which were really, really good in India against them. Mm. They did They did drop one test. Let's, let's not forget that. Yes, and they did lose to the... New Zealand, the kind of equivalent sure. in a sort of similar, yep. but you know the Black Ups are you know best best test team in cricket at the moment. <laughs> so, well, and we sort of Black Up Macca definitely would agree with me. Definitely, definitely, and I think it's it's fair in in swinging conditions. The Black Caps do have the best bowling attack in the world, and mm. a tour can, of India, of course, is going to be a different conversation. But sure, something we have to see. Hopefully, not in the too distant future. Is it? But is it fourth of August? Yeah, fourth of. August. They're mm. at Trent Bridge in Nottingham, so that's. But I'd have to say, yeah. India got to be better, yeah, than England. You, you're backing them to win the series. Oh, I don't know. It is in. You just got to remember, it's in England, mm-hmm. and it, it'll. Mm. It'll be hooping. Yeah, it'll. Coley's record. It'll in swing more than it, it will spin. Sure. Which is kind of more the favourite for what the Indians want to sure. do. Sure. But. And Coley's record in. In England is horrendous. Just, Plus yeah. his form is out. I, I think England win this series. I'll, I'll say it right I think now. It, I'm going to say close series and maybe India sneak it. Okay. Max? Actually, no, it's going to be a drawn series because I'll just rain the whole time. Whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they had some pretty horrendous weather in the last few days. We're saying they've used up their best weekend of the, for the year or their only good weekend for the That's year. That's it. Um, yeah, I really don't know. Have to go England at home. Yeah, um, I think the f- yeah, see how the first first um, match goes. And the the thing with England is when we've spoken about it on the pod before, their bowling is really quite good, but outside of Root and Stokes, they are unproven with the bat. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to be be a massive test um, for for some of their their top order guys that haven't made a lot of test runs to really step up and cement themselves as test cricketers. I, I think yeah. that's probably where where this series is decided. If if the, if um, yep. the English guys that haven't made made runs with the bat, um, if they can step up and, and support Joe Root and Ben Stokes, then then I think England get home comfortably. Yeah, agree. Uh, that, that'll finish cricket. That'll finish cricket. Let's come home for some NRL news. Yes. And it's been a shit show this <laughs> afternoon, Sean. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, okay, we'll kick off with the big story. Uh, yes, uh, the it's come out. Um, well, they've announced official that Australia and New Zealand are going to pull out of the World Cup, um, which is in October yep. in England. Late October, I think. Yes. Um, citing, of course, player welfare concerns. They're worried about players getting COVID. Um so that's that's kind of it, the big news. The two of the three Tier 1 nations mm. have decided to pull out of the World Cup. Essentially, uh, the Rugby League World Cup is always a three-horse race. So you mm. call it a one-horse race. I suppose the counter-argument to that is Tonga and Samoa have been 
growing in their strength, especially now with the rules um, yep. sort of favouring tier two nations. Uh, they can, you know, they can be born here and just play uh, yep. via ancestry. Mm-hmm. Run me through, is this just big Dick Volandis? He's been listening to the Esky. He's been going, oh, geez, Australia would be a nice place. We don't have much COVID virus here. We, is he going to try and bring <laughs> the Rugby League World Cup to Australia in a matter of a few months? I Well, one, there's no lockdowns in England. There, there is here. So there is a that, slight difference. That makes sense. <laughs> there's Doesn't a slight it? difference. That makes sense. Uh, you know, we're not going to get – I think this is kind of trying to be – become more political and it's obviously mining orientated. We talked about Volandes being a businessman and how do you make more money for, for NRL and rugby league in Australia? Let's have the World Cup at the end of the year in Australia. That's, that's going to help our pockets instead of the international league and then, you know, the England side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think I said to you before, like if, if it was Australia on their own, maybe this doesn't work, but – They've obviously rang up New Zealand and said, "Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah let, let's let's do this Bear together." The Anzac spirit, <laughs> essentially, and they've both agree, kind of come with that same agreement, mm. and then fuck you know, these poms, they're setting us up the, the hills of Gallipoli. Let's fucking <laughs> let's take it back off. Them. What do you reckon? <laughs> well, I think you know they're, they're the two main ones, and with those two, then all the other Southern Hemisphere nations, uh, Fiji, PNG, Tonga, Samoa, Samoa Cook Islands, etc., are going to be in a position where, like, if they're pulling out, half our guys are playing in their that league anyway. Yeah, and we spoke about yeah. that a few nights ago. Yeah. Like, like, I think, it's especially in Samoa and Tonga, yep. just about everyone plays in the NRL from them. And if they if they're not in the NRL, they're playing Queensland Cup or New South Wales Club. Cup. None of them. Mm. I was thinking the other night. Oh, maybe a few of them play in the islands, but f- fucking none of them play there. They all play here. Yeah, they come over and play in, like yeah. you said, the, the the lower tier, the the cups. So, yeah, I can see that it's more political. It's a business move. Try and push it here. I know in the international rugby league w- wasn't happy um, when they kind of alluded to this a week ago, mm. and now there's official. I guarantee they'll be pissed. It looks like it'll be. Uh, they could just say, fine, you you guys are forfeited. Um, yeah. England will probably be the favourites then. And then there'll be all the Northern Hemisphere teams. So <laughs> Watch every Australian come out with their fucking Samoa jersey or Tonga jersey <laughs> after that happens. Well, it might help the Tier 2 nations well, a bit yeah. more, especially this this end of the hemisphere so mm. uh, of the planet. They definitely get around those teams more than they would uh, the Northern Hemisphere ones. Mm. But, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, considering... British Open, the British Grand Prix, Wimbledon all happened in the last two or so weeks. Yeah, what were we saying? <laughs> what were we saying at Silverstone over the weekend? They had three hundred thousand people over the weekend. One hundred forty on race day. We just we treat it differently here, don't we? Yeah. Don't we? We yeah. shut down a state over two two cases, yeah, and their their business as usual goes over there. But they're, 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 look, and I hate to take away it from sport. It's and, a, yeah, the political the, part of it. Well, the, the, it's massive, and they're playing a massive like Boris Johnson's playing a massive experiment here where. Mm. The, the experiment is human lives. Yeah, but the, uh, the other side is their vaccination rate is a lot higher than sure, ours. Sure, 60%, so 60%. That still means 40% are unvaccinated. So 40% of England is Australia. Yes. <laughs> but it's to a lot higher. To, to put it that way. It's a lot yeah. higher than what we've got, of course. Correct. Um, ours yeah. is a lot, are we up to double digit? Um, vaccination rate, or uh, maybe maybe one dose we might be. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you reading there, Monks? Is anything of note there to to report on? No, uh, not really. No. So, I guess yeah, both the uh, ARL and uh, New Zealand Rugby League uh, have stated that it is all due to COVID, and they're protecting the safety of the players, player welfare, and yep. 
And you've also got to think, maybe this isn't just about players getting COVID. We, we did speak about it the other night. Being in lockdown, being in a bubble. Half the players up, might have been like, uh, Up in we're not Brisbane, keen. yeah, for ages. Yeah, and, they, then, if, and then yeah. as if a rugby league season isn't long enough to go and have to play a World Cup, the demand on your body is huge. To be away mm. from your family from that long, maybe maybe there is a bit of a push from the Players Association to say, we don't want this to happen. Yeah, because yeah. it's, I mean, it's a flow on from last season as well. So they had sure, a yeah. short delayed season last year, short yeah. off season this year. Um, yeah. Well, they might players be. Players that were in State of Origin at the end of last year, played a few extra weeks and then. Yeah. That's sort of just compounding up until now, and it's like. Well, and what about the Warriors who were away from home all last year? If we yeah. have a have a well, look, well, they're meant to play round twenty two, and I don't think that's going to happen now. This right, they'll have to keep them here because they won't be able to send them back and then get them all back over here. No, but I mean in regards to the World mm. Cup, if yeah. if you were sending guys from the Warriors who essentially didn't see any of their family last year, went home for the off season, came home, haven't seen. Many of the, you know, I think wives and immediate family, but you're not around. Yeah, exactly. you, you, your extended mm. family, like it's like two years away. Well, currently away from home from from now, that if they play the rest, they could play the rest of the season in Queensland, and they, yeah. that goes mm. to October, and then they're like get on a plane, yeah, and mm. then go probably for another was it two months and go to England uh, to finish have? off the World Cup. Yeah, it's clo- it's five weeks, twenty third of October to twenty seventh November. Yeah, so yeah, it's a long uh, and look. They, they get paid well. A lot of people, you know, a lot of fucking, yeah, I'll say it, dead shits. We'll say, we'll say, <laughs> they get paid well. They should just do their job. Rah, rah, rah. But well, in the NRL, they don't get paid huge amount of money. It's not like Aaron Rodgers sitting at home yeah, we'll, making 40 we'll odd million dollars. We'll get to that, we'll we'll get to that in that a second. Like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, like to, I like to believe in the conspiracy theory. I think it's just, I think it is Volandis. He's got, he's been watching Austin Powers. He's got the Swedish penis enlarger going. He's just pumped up that <laughs> cock and it just keeps getting bigger and the bigger. The horse man. Yeah, the horse man. <laughs> he's got the horse cock going. He's become an emperor. Of, he's emperor Volandis uh, of fucking Star Wars and he's got <laughs> unlimited power. And I think yeah. he's going to bring it down here and we're going to be watching the Rugby League World Cup in Australia. That's my hot take. It Con- is. Controversy corner. Well, cetera, well Queensland's got all the other sports at the moment. They might as well have the World Cup. And no, well. no COVID in Canberra. We say it every fucking week. <laughs> Imagine that World Cup in Canberra. World, World Cup final. Yeah. Canberra. Bruce Stadium. <laughs> Bruce Stadium. Yeah, yeah, full crowd. Um, well, yeah, it was funny because like, you mentioned that this is all coming from, I guess, for Volandis and the board there and haven't really had heard too much from the players. So it's interesting mm. to see that we haven't seen the opinion of the players. Like, do players actually want to go across to England? Well, here's one for you. If you don't, how, how does it show on you if you come out and say, yeah, I'm a um, professional NRL athlete and I don't mm. want to go represent my country? How well is that boded for... <laughs> Ben Simmons and Liz Cambridge. <laughs> yeah, we've seen it recently. Not well. Yeah. So, no. so if you're a player, maybe maybe that there is that sentiment amongst the players, and they've mm. gone, "Ah, oh, can you guys release this so we don't have to come out and say that?" Pretty much. Yeah. True. Yeah. I agree with that. Anyways, time will tell. Fucking, it changes every day in this <laughs> in this in this NRL era. Uh, so does. we'll see what happens. I just don't see how you can have a Rugby League World Cup without Australia and New Zealand. It's oh, and if it continues, I can't see how you'd have a World Cup without the Southern Hemisphere. So That's right. Yeah, That's right. That'd be Maybe good. we'll just have our own. Yeah. <laughs> like Jack and Hookers. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what about on the, on the car ride over to Monks? I was saying we could actually field a reasonable team with just Super League guys. Yes, there is that. Run us through, Pefs. Uh, what, what did I write to you? It's in my phone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so so I haven't got a full team. I tell you what, Greg, though Greg only has tore his hamstring, so but but <laughs> by late October, oh yeah, okay, yeah. it's twelve yeah. weeks away. Hey, you could so, be healthy. So GI's got the skip. <laughs> Lachlan Coote He's actually played for Scotland before But I'm sure he'll renege on that If he can get Play for Kangaroos Got Bevan French He was quite handy mm-hmm. uh, yep. James Maloney yep. Origin winning Grand final winning James Maloney Josh Drinkwater's playing quite mm-hmm. well You've got Josh Reynolds over there You can play as a 14 If you wanted to pick a team of halves Actually there's a Halves Fucking stacked over there uh, You've got uh, Nathan Peets He was a shout to play Origin mm-hmm. A few years ago You've got uh, Joel Thompson You've got Chase Blair Jason Clark played 100 games with South Sydney, just to name a few. Darcy Glassick, yep. he's, he's a big popper. I'm not saying that's a World Cup winning side. I'm saying they'll fucking knock off a few of those four <laughs> nations. Don't, yeah, definitely. don't worry about that. So worst comes too, yeah. maybe they yeah. could do that. They'll get out of the group stage, definitely. Yeah, you'd think so. Anyways, time will tell. I'm sure we'll fucking... This is a conversation that happened for a few days and something else happens in a, in a few days. Yeah, maybe. someone else will blow something else up in the NRL. Given how this league runs at the moment. Yes. Another big story is Gus Gould. Mm-hmm. He has turned his back on the New Zealand Warriors and is set to join the Bulldogs as GM. It, it wasn't a huge, like, turn his back on. The job he was hired for, he couldn't do because he couldn't go to New Zealand. Right, so, right. So the, the basic, And there was no contract. There was no... It yeah. was like an... A, Advisory role kind of thing. Yeah, he. Yeah. I think he was meant to help with some of the, some of the youth program and yep, like the, yep. the grassroots, as they call it. Uh, and that's very hard to do when you can't go to New Zealand. Sure. Yep. I think he'd only been able to do yep. one trip this year. Yeah. So and, and to be fair, he got Reese Walsh and Matt Lodge had a fucking blinder on the weekend. So he's done a few things for him. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, but, but a GM jo- role, which is the same role he had at Penrith, that came along at Canterbury. Well, that went pretty well as well. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. You, you, you could say they're reaping the benefits of that now. They sh- definitely are. And you know when he went there, Penrith were garbage. Mm-hmm. They were they were like a Canterbury art at the moment and completely turned the club around, mm-hmm. invested in youth, invested in um, in guys coming through. And that's, again, we've spoken about it before on the Esky. Another, a reason why they're so good is because they've all played together forever. Yeah. Like, yeah, chemistry is surprisingly important. It's huge. It's huge. And straight off the bat, they've signed Tevita Pangai Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got he, three years starting from next season. Three years. He's also, he's going to finish off the year at Penrith. <laughs> so it turns out James Fisher-Harris, we are speaking on Monday about mm. Benji Marshall and Will Chambers, how they'd elected yep. to miss a few games to be there for their partners, uh, the birth of their children with their partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, that's a great move. Good on your boys for doing that. So uh, JFH, who's essentially been one of the best props in the league this year, he's going to miss a few games. So TP, TPJ will mm-hmm. be able to step in in his absence. Um, and then after that, he probably comes off the bench. Yep. The, my concern with this short-term deal is a bloke that's been in there, has done a pre-season, mm-hmm. he's played 19, 20 rounds, and then a guy comes in and essentially, like Penrith probably make the GF. If they don't, they go a long way. He's taking someone's spot from finals games mm. and and maybe a grand final, maybe yep. even uh, from a grand final win. How does that sit with you? Well, the other ones, of course, there was chat about Milf, Milf, uh, An- yeah. Anthony Milford going to Parramatta. Was the main candidate. Yeah, and then uh, Xavier Coates, of course, um, going down to Storm earlier, considering he's not playing. For a straight, straight swap for Brenko Lee, that yeah. was saying. Yes. So, you know, and that's the origin when you're going to the from a 
one of the worst clubs to the the best, just like you've got one of the premier forwards in the game. Yes, mm-hmm. he does some silly shit and got to work on his game a little bit, but he's still an absolute wrecking ball. And he's going yeah. to the second best, te- second or he arguably first you know, best team in the mm-hmm. league at the mm-hmm. moment. So, you know, the, the good get better and the the, wor- the the bottom teams, the worst teams get, are getting worse. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't And... You know I love my NFL comparisons. I do sure. like the strict cut more contracts where there's a period for it happens, everything's set, and that's the year. These yeah. guys were free agents and they'd cut them and then let them go. Yeah, that's fine. Like Different they're story. getting a job, but they're you know they're we're working out contracts and reneging and mm. sorting things out and signing guys for next year when this year's not over and all that sort of stuff. You know, that, and Gus is one of the classic ones. They all come out and say, you know, it'll never work having a free agents period. They'd always, mm. um, you know, they'd Find all loopholes, loopholes, or the the dodgy background deals. They mm. always happen. Mm. Um, but you know, the NFL, which is a billion dollar league, has no problem with this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Usually, and probably and because there, there's you, you got skin in the game. You do it, you lose. You, you will get fined heaps. You'll well, draft picks for them. You lose yeah. draft picks. You, yeah. you know, there's fines that you can definitely put fines in place for this. Yeah. You lose competition points. You lose whatever. Yes, maybe you lose a year because you're signing Aaron Rodgers. You like you do the, the wrong deal and get Aaron Rodgers for a year. You know, or you get the um, well Tommy Turbo in this case. You've you've done yep. the and yep. you get him signed for the like next that. next six years. Uh, but you lose a whole season trying to sort that out. And yeah. then that probably kills you, your current club because everyone else goes, well, I'm fucking off. Well, that's that's what we haven't spoken about. We spoke about the effect on guys missing out at, at uh, Penrith or Melbourne that have put in a whole year. What about the rest of the Broncos and, and the um, – you know the the rest of those guys that go fuck. We're in a rebuild now, so we're, uh, we've been struggling all year, and now we've lost arguably our best forward along with Payne Haas mm. uh, for the rest of the year. It's it's like you know with Cronulla sacking John Morris at the start of the year and and, and cleaning out, but telling a whole bunch of players we don't want you this year. It's kind of like giving up on this season yeah, and exactly. saying we're just putting all our chips into next year. Yep. So yeah, I don't know how it sits with me as it, a fan. It's not great because you know you know you're like for the Cronulla. You, what was it, week six or something? Yeah, early, yeah. Yeah, you're just like, well, mm. my team's not doing anything this year. I'm I'm not going to go to any of those. And we talk games. about the shit crowds at, at Cronulla, and we said, oh, maybe it's because they they got to go across the bridge to St George, but uh, to maybe it's because they've fucking given up on this season. Yeah, the front office is he's mailed it in to told all the fans mm. that we're we're not worried about this year. Mm-hmm. Come back next season. So mm. the fans are going, okay, cool, we will. Mm. Um, mm. So yeah, it's so, I don't know, it's not a great look. So as a fan fan of the team, it's not good. So you reckon as a fan of the sport as well, it just doesn't look good either? Yeah, well... It's just, it's foreign. You, you talk about the American sports, yeah. how it's been it's been established for a long time. That, um, you know, prem, Premier League soccer and all the all the European soccer leagues have got transfer deadlines. You know, the, by mm. this date, you've got, you've got to get your trades in and they will have mid-season yeah, well, trades. They've, it's, they've it's got a date. Not, it's, it's, yeah, August 1? Well, it's it? August 1 or it's in August, but that's yeah. like round 22 or 23. Yeah. There's like four hours left in this year. Like, yeah. It doesn't well, make any we're, sense. We're round 19 now, so it's round, It's the end of round 21. So so you can go and play the last two regular season Game? No, isn't that it's five. It's 26 the last, It's the last five regular season games. Yeah, you play a month for another time. A month and then go play finals and p- potentially be a, a grand final winning player in, in Pangai Junior or if Coates gets the nod to go go to Melbourne early. 
Doesn't make any sense to me. As a player, if I'm Xavier Coates, I'd be saying, fuck oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck oh, yeah. yeah. As a player, yeah. Yeah, let me go now. Yeah. But like, for him, it makes sense because, you know, he's playing there next year. Yeah. Pangos is like, I'm, I'm, I'm a, he's 100% <laughs> alone. Like, he's a rental. He's like, you get three months of rental on him. Well, maybe, and it going, makes, maybe it makes more off. sense for him to go try and get a, get a ring now and then go, true, go true. try and help with his Canterbury, but Canterbury say, rebuild. Rebuild, say yeah. you know, he breaks his femur or some shit. Oh, yeah, like, surprised oh, the, the Canterbury is just like... Let him done it, yeah. Well, the Canterbury would be pissed off, but he's just as likely to do that now, now. playing for Brisbane. Yes. True. Yeah, but anyway, no. and looking at his That's legs, it would take some serious <laughs> fucking force to be breaking that. <laughs> yeah, but the thing, if, if they did, like, you know, that that that's going to set him back massively. Sure. But, but you know. I, I, yeah, I just don't see yeah. much clout. I don't see any clout behind that's that. That's why I Because say, he could do that at Brisbane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, that's, that's probably it. So he's probably got more chances of doing it at Brisbane than he does at Penrith because, like you said, I don't, I don't think he's talking about chances of injuries. In, in Brisbane, I mean, in Penrith, like, yeah, he play for a couple of weeks and then when he, uh, might, he might not be Jason an 80-minute player. Back, then yeah. Yeah. he's on the bench. So yeah. well, it's look at, for, for Canterbury's point of view, it's great sort of learning for him because yeah. he can go play with a championship-winning team potentially, mm. learn a lot from them and then take that straight to Canterbury and start mm. a rebuild yeah. that way. I can so. see the benefit of that. But I, I can also uh, – there is a lot of risk in signing these contracts and I want to bring out – you know, I think teams can't afford – they have to do it. Like if, they, if Canterbury doesn't sign him now – um, the Tigers next week will will do that, and, so. and that had been the chat mm. for for mm. weeks. Yeah, that, that the but, Tigers were TPJs. But you look at Tom Alolo's deal, and they're talking about a ten year deal for Payne Haas. Yeah, the we'll, we'll get to that uh, in um, a bit, I think. But but the either the risk in it, like the amount of massive, same thing. Like you, they do something in year two, and then you know you're on the hook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's there's definitely a couple of baseball players that I know are still getting paid, and they've been retired for twenty years just because of how <laughs> stupid their deals were. <laughs> Anyways, boys, hate to uh, cross codes here, but the Oli Roos have just scored against Argentina. We've got that going yeah. live at the moment. Up that, the Olympics. They were $6.50 rank outsiders here. Let's just take a look, see if this goal's going to stand. Uh, yeah, nice. Oh, bang, bang. Oh, that. If you boys have played any FIFA, this is pretty close to a Jew goal. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not anti Semitic. That's just what they get called. I'm, so, I'm sorry for yeah. s- Sweaty. That's a sweaty goal. Yeah. Well done, boys. 1-0. That's massive. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Especially against Argentina. Yeah. Park the bus for the next. No, I don't. <laughs> especially going back to the FIFA reference, <laughs> that generally doesn't work. No. Yeah, sure. Yes. Should we move into this uh, round 19? Yeah. Then? And we should talk about the first game, uh, Para versus Canberra. Nil all at time. Nil all at half time. All There's the new rules, high scoring. We've got a nil all half. That's mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. can't remember the last time oh, that's well, happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, the hoop. There's been a few penalties in this. We've we've kind of talked about how, you know, the refing has changed a little bit. A few high shots that are definitely haven't resulted in sin bins or send off. Um, but from what I've seen, it's been a pretty good contest, and there's been a lot of good defensive play on the goal line. So they're actually uh, some defense for once in an NRL game. Unbelievable. First, <laughs> <laughs> first. This of course being played at Seabus. Yep. Uh, St- Super Stadium. Uh, mm-hmm. Paro coming off a win. They won 26-8 against the Titans last week. They've won. No, they re- I said they, oh, they, they, they run, in, run yeah. in four tries to none. Did it easy in the first half. Oh, it was over in the first half. Shout out to Reed Marnie. Uh, he looked good uh, returning from his shoulder injury, that one that he sustained after being mm-hmm. sent out of the uh, origin camp for game one. So good to see him back. And Blake Ferguson's back in the side yep. after a few weeks playing reserve grade. Hayes Dunster misses out there. Uh, and The big the, one, though. The big talking point, the big talking point, Mitch Moses 
where your haters at? Because mm. he played 80 minutes of Origin football with a fucking broken back. <laughs> yeah. I think it happened within the first 10 minutes. Yeah. And, yeah, the, you know, and most of the game And there's people it sitting behind broken. their keyboards going, where's Mitch, Mitch Moses? Yeah. Missing. He's Mitch Pierce. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> 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 Fucking Give every, us the props. Should go break every one of their backs and see how many <laughs> tackles they can make at an origin level. Fuck me, yeah. seriously. So, um, yeah, that's that's shocking for Mitch. Uh, no one really yeah. saw that coming. Mm. Uh, that's his season done, isn't it? Oh, uh, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know how how bad it is. You can have small fractures depending where. Like people hear spot spinal, spinal, it's, it's spinal oh, and, they assume worse. and they assume the worst. But but uh, you never know. If, they if, might if, go in there and just fuse his discs together, and they're like, well, well, "It's good to go." No, it might. Well, I will tell you right now, if they fuse his discs, he's not playing this year. <laughs> um, but if he if he's got some kind of small uh, fracture on like a transverse process, the outside of the spine, yeah. away from the spinal yeah. cord. Some, something's manageable and yeah, relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah possi- possibly he might be back towards the end of the year. But a, a massive blow, and I think it's uh, young Jacob Arthur that's playing seven for them mm-hmm. tonight. The Raiders, they were oh, – do you have anything there about that? Or? Um, so, yeah, so pretty close to what you said. I think it's a fracture in one of the small bones to the side mm-hmm. of the spine. Um, it's spinal. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, Brad Arthur actually said that it was probably cl- pretty close to playing this week. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's probably just resting him and yeah. Um, and why? Like, why would you risk anything? Like, especially yeah, your halfback. Exactly. Exactly. Let's have for a, a top look. four side. Well, let's like. have a look at their run. I, I think they play the Storm uh, soon. They probably, play, th- it's probably the what Roos- they think. Shows the what they Roos- think about the Raiders. Yeah, well, how about this? They play the Roosters next week. They play South, and then they play Manly. And then they play North Queensland, mm. and then mm. they play the Storm, mm-hmm. and then they play Penrith. Yeah. So that, that's literally the hardest run <laughs> home. Yeah. Get, yeah. Get healthy, son. We're going to need you. That, that there is. So <laughs> you sit him against the Raiders and say, <laughs> fuck that, and we'll get him back in. Uh, yeah, he might be back in a few weeks. Yeah. So there well, you go. I don't think they've beaten anyone good at the moment either. So they, they, well, they, they remember they beat Melbourne back in round, round three or yeah, round two. Like that was yeah, super Round early. two, maybe it was. Yeah. Mm. Um, but. Yeah, maybe way back, way back it was, when. It was early. early it was long season. before this Melbourne yeah, Storm so yeah, run, which we'll talk, talk mm. about soon. Um, yeah, you, you just say, Mitch, rest up and we'll get you back for one of those important games in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Going over to the Raiders, they won 34-18 last week over Cronulla. Uh, it was a, a massive win uh, for, the, for the milk. Uh, because Cronulla uh, in that log jam uh, vying for the one of those last top eight positions, mm-hmm. it was effectively mm-hmm. a four-point premiership four premiership point win. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get the two and Cronulla don't. Um, and there's only two points separating eighth and 13th at the moment. So it's really tight. Jack Whiten, um, unavailable. He's out with a rib. Uh, and big Josh Papali'i backed up from origin and he's playing tonight. Still no Elliot Whitehead. That, sh- that yes. shoulder. He's, shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still injured. Lingering. And I think um, big Papa went off with a high HIA check before, uh, okay. but I think he's all right. I saw him back there in the shed, so... Yeah, with that skull, you'd, you'd hope so. You'd hope so, yeah. yeah. Like, having to go off for HIA. Hate, that's <laughs> hate to be on the other end of it, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. Tell you who had a game last week, Corey mm-hmm. Harawea Naira. He uh, ran 146 run metres, 30 tackles, 13 tackle busts, mm-hmm. and seven off, seven offloads. That's ridiculous. Tell you who had a game and is unfortunate uh, done for the season, Xavier Savage. 246 mm-hmm. run metres, nine tackle bus, crossover for his first NRL meet pie. 
and it, pretty innocuous looking. Were you watching the game, Sean? No, I, w- I wasn't. I was doing other stuff, and then I was checking some sports news. Number and one they, fan over it. Well, they showed some highlights. Of, um, <laughs> they had, I think it was about the 50th minute, he made a break and helped set up a try. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'll turn this on. I'll watch some Savage. And, yeah, I did watch the next 20 minutes and him setting up a few other like line breaks and breaking through the line. Mm. Uh, you could just see how electric he was. Mm. And... Then the shoulder injury happened and he played the rest last like 10 minutes on the wing. Yeah. And you're just like, uh, yeah. fuckity. They can't catch a break at fullback, no. can they? Between well, Chansey and... All, all the fullbacks are catching yeah. breaks at the moment, which is the problem. So. Yeah, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Because uh, Bailey Simonson, he, he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, what's happened? Do you know that that Caleb Akins? They were playing him for a little bit. Yeah, hurt too. Um, yeah. Yeah, out. And then... And uh, now Rapp- Nickel, of course, um, Chance has got the neck. Yeah, so Rappin are playing one tonight. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and so AC injury, um, shoulder injury for Savage. Yeah. He needs surgery. Surgical repair. Uh, which That's is about three to five months uh, for a return. Possibly longer. Uh, yeah. At Bobcat, if you're listening. Um, shout out to him, didn't AC last year. Poor fella. Yeah, not a good injury. And then anything that's surgery. Yeah. So it is half time. It is nil all. Hand mm. on heart, who do you guys pick? Well, it's nil all, so it doesn't really matter that much, does true, it? True, true. <laughs> I, I, I pick Parramatta. Same. Yep. Yeah, I went Parramatta. Yeah. Yeah, the curse. Yep. The curse. Matt, it's, if Canberra and Jagger win here, they go to eight and ten, and, it, you know, probably six mm. weeks ago, we go, oh, season done, they're fucked, rah, rah, rah. But in today's NRL, definitely a chance that they could they could play finals. I'm saying there's a chance. Yeah, well, yeah. I've always talked about this and how the NRL season may be slightly too long. You could lose the first 10 rounds and still make the finals. Yes. <laughs> You'd have to go close to winning it. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's doable. Well, so. yeah, you, you can, like, legitimately, you can go three and seven. Yep. Or, or two and eight, if, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and really turn it around. Look, Manly started 0 and 4. Yep. People talking about them pushing to Melbourne or Penrith. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's a long, long season. It's a war of attrition. And, yeah, you can mm-hmm. afford to drop a few early games if you can turn it on later in the year. Definitely. So, See what happens here. Definitely been a disappointing season thus far for the Raiders. Next game, we've got Roosters taking on Newcastle Friday night. That's in the Sunshine Coast. All the game's going to be... Yeah, they're all, yeah, they're all, in, they're Queensland. all in Queensland. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, reusing all the stadiums up there, probably getting prepped for, for possible Olympics coming forward or World Cup. Uh, Olympics in 11 years. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Shout out to Anastasia Palaszczuk. Had, had to go to Japan to be there. Had to, didn't she? Fuck me. <laughs> all right. Uh, some, the Chooks got a win last week over the Cowboys, mm. uh, but it came at a cost. Joseph Suwali out for the year. He needs surgery to repair Liz Frank. Um, mm. Essentially a ligament in your foot, which holds your foot together. Uh, that was the injury that Dane Swan did in the AFL um, and, you know, ended his career. It's it's mm. it's a nasty injury. Mm-hmm. I know. Plenty, plenty of guys have done this injury and then try to play on it. And it's, yep. They're just not the same. Like, you to get push off force, like through your foot and your leg, yep. it's just so painful. You just can't do it. Correct, correct. So there, there were a lot of morons getting around going, oh, this is NRL's fault. They shouldn't let him play. Idiotic. Yeah. Because you're actually less likely to, to do <laughs> soft tissue when you're young. You're more likely to have uh, fractures. fractures. Yeah. Um, and look, he's a fucking specimen of a 17-year-old, so... Would hardly be blaming the NRL. It's just another freak accident. But the injuries keep rolling for the, the Roosters. Well, so that's another season ender. So they've had three retirees mm-hmm. that we, we've spoken about in friend, Cordner, 
and Morris. Morris. Yep. And then they've had Lindsay Collins, Luke Carey, now Joseph Suwali. I think yeah. the other other Morris brother, um, they dropped him because of form at the moment. Okay, right. Uh, but there's a bit of chat that he's done, like he, he's phoned it in because he's just like... The body, body's given up, is it? Yeah, well, with his mm. brother finishing up, like he's got nothing. You know, he's playing with his brother trying to win that championship. Right. His brother not there. Um, it's. I, I think the room, the room is getting around as it's gotten him down and he's just like, there's, there's nothing left for me really for, to do. Yeah, yeah. And I don't need to chase anything. And, you know, his form's been down of late. Accomplished it all. Got got a uh, premiership in 2010 with the Mighty Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Josh Morris. Um, uh, the so they're thing, in a the rough thing, spot. The thing that I wanted to highlight, so that's six guys that go, sure, Suwali's a youngin, mm-hmm. but is kind of the future. But f- five top-end first graders mm-hmm. go, if that happens at any other club that's not Melbourne or Penrith, so, so let's say the Raiders or the Dragons, you know, yeah, well, even our, like like our, even our teams, even three and four, like Manly and Eels, para, para. para, like if this happens to them, you're they're you're, fucked, they're done, they're yeah. they're gone. The fact that the Roosters just keep winning, like they're eleven and six, yeah. maybe those guys are there that we're talking. About, it's a it's a you know three or four horse race rather than a two or three. Unbelievable the depth that they've got over there in Bondi to just keep going and going. Yeah, and they'll probably pay dividends for it next year when there's. Like, sure. no, no, I don't want to say it's a write-off year for them, but it's a it's a year where they're actually building towards something. Yeah, you yep. can see that they've hey they've got some talent there. Yep. I think they're really talking up their hooker at the moment as well. Verrills, um, uh, yeah, the yep. young fella. Yeah, he's so. come he's come along come along well. And so, 20, yeah. 2022, and you've got Kiri Collins and a older, maybe bulkier Suwali coming in. Mm-hmm. Could be danger. Yeah, we'll say the same thing for Walker. Like, yeah, walk, Walker will be year, a year older. Yeah, Drew Hutchinson's only young. Joey Marnie, fuck, he's, I always say it, he's so yeah. underrated. You just look at Giannis, like if they all glow up like he did. Yeah, then. we're talking about that. <laughs> 18-year-old Giannis is not the same as 24-year-old Giannis or whatever he is now. Was it, it was actually like four or five inches and 40 pounds or something. So. Four or five inches just in his arms, bro. <laughs> so that's what we say when you say grown into your body and grown oh, into a pro. Like that fo- a- While we're on it, let's fucking do it. That, that photo of Giannis six or seven years ago and Middleton six or seven years ago, Giannis is like a baby face, like skinny runt, and he's just yeah. turned into the he's turned into the, the Greek freak. freak. He's yeah. a fucking Adonis Hulk, yep. and, mm-hmm. and Chris Middleton just looks a bit fatter and balder. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bloke. But he's Batman, apparently. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we must move forward in the NRL. Uh, Newcastle got belted by Melbourne. Uh, water's wet. Fucking everyone does. Yep. Um, Plus nineteen again. Yeah. 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 Mm. So what were we saying? There's, there's been one game in this in this streak where. They've lost by less than 19 points. Yep. Against the Gold Coast, Gold Coast Titans. Everything else has been 20 plus. So yep. we always talk, everyone talks about 13 plus because it's a betting line. They've all been 20 plus except for one. Yep. Madness. Yeah, they're so good. And but in this game, the Newcastle though. Yeah, the, Mitch Pierce was a late out with a hammy. Fuck mm. my last chance for uh, fantasy finals. Um, <laughs> anyways, I'm not going to be one of those people that whinges about <laughs> someone getting. No, you fucked my multi. <laughs> Mate, the hate around Tohu Harris this week Fucking doing his ACL I'm going to start on that um, Ponga did play But unfortunately him and Clemmer were out early With HIAs yep. Was always going to be tough from there It was 30-0 at half time uh, Melbourne cruised to another victory So this week Clemmer is out But Ponga is in That's big for the Knights Is anyone backing them for an upset here? No I'm not I am neither No I can't do it 
Tips and um, sorry, odds marks then. Yes, yeah. odds, odds. Um, so Roosters are favourites. A dollar twenty-five. Newcastle, Newcastle <laughs> are out at four dollars. Line is twelve and a half. We, yeah, I still think the Chooks get that done. What's yeah. yeah. Today's NRL. Yeah, thirteen plus. Dollar ninety-one for Chooks. Thirteen plus. There. <laughs> yep. I feel like there's going to be a lot of uh, agreements here on the Esky. Yes. With these <laughs> tips. Um, was, I was talking <laughs> talking pre-show about tipping this year. You're kind of bummed if you don't get seven. Yep. Like, <laughs> like how, how many? Like how many? That's it. You, you like you pick the favourites, and then you have that one where you're just like, oh, I that'll be my smoky. Even go smoky. <laughs> like you literally no. should just be picking favourites. Like yeah. normally you need a few smokies at least, but this year it's just been so predictable. Yeah. I was going, th- and I'm no king tipster here. I'm no Joseph McGrath if you're listening. <laughs> um, but going back through my tips, I was like seven last week. Thanks to the West Tigers being Brisbane, that fucked me there. Mm-hmm. The week before was a, a Origin one, so it was only half round. But I think before mm-hmm. that, I was like seven, eight, six, seven. Like it's just it's 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 very very predictable this year. Yep. And and we talk about it with the AFL when we get round to there. It's it's you never know. You never know. There's been a lot of big boilovers in the AFL, and we mm-hmm. we haven't really had a major one that I can think of in in the NRL. No, nothing, nothing like that. Mm. Um, so moving into the next game, Friday night, North Queensland Cowboys take on the Melbourne Storm up there at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Uh, the Cowboys went down to the Chooks, as we spoke about. Um, the Hammer, he backed up from origin. He played fullback in the place of injured Valentine Holmes. He looked really good in the one jersey, and he's gone. Yeah. So. Full, fullbacks can't catch it. Well, actually, they are catching breaks. But yeah, well, this one, this one wasn't a break. break yeah, this one's yeah. Second time we made the joke. I'll let it slide. <laughs> the, the yellow bin on that one. Yeah, uh, the yellow lid on the bin. Even uh, so, he actually had emergency surgery for an appendix. So he's had his uh, had his appendix out. There's some. This one is a real speculator. We're talking about a broken back before organs. Sometimes, if you heal up well, he he there's lit, like a legit chance he could be back in two weeks as Jordan Rapidan makes a line break for the Raiders, and they will be attacking the Parramatta line here. Um, the thing is here, what what are we, round 19s, you've got seven games to go. Say he's good to go in a month. Yep. Do you risk a bloke for the last two or three games when most likely the Cowboys aren't going to be within QE of the eight? No, especially when Hammer's only just played his first origin game. He, and he's and 19. And he's young. Yeah. Like, like what? Yeah. What? Nah. What is the point of rushing him back? If he's legitimately good to go in three or four weeks, okay, fair enough. Yeah, he wants to play, then yeah. yeah, maybe. But if... Yeah. i tell you who is done for the year. Poor Jarvis Bowen. Oh, that's that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. ACL, I think it is, isn't mm-hmm. Uh So we spoke about Melbourne. Um, they they smoked the Knights. See, there was a COVID fuck-up, so both teams had to play in like a white kit. It was, I think one of them had their Indigenous jersey and one was like a white away yeah. kit. It's a... You can kind of get away with it in rugby league. It's because, you know, you both... You're setting your lines. Both like teams have set their lines, yeah. but was quite confusing. Just set up in the opposition's line. Well, you, <laughs> if you've been lazy getting back, maybe you do that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then your bike runs at you and you're just like... Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, off you go. Anyway, that was a bit funny. Um... We speak about Melbourne and how fucking good they are. So the 2001 Parramatta Eels, Monkey found this on the Esky for us yeah. a few weeks ago, I think. Mm-hmm. They um, have the record for both p- 
points most points scored in a season and the highest points difference. Yep. yep. So they scored eight hundred and thirty nine. Is that correct? Yep. Eight hundred and thirty nine in the O one season, and the Raiders are in Harawira Nora again. Yep. He's been uh, good for this year. Fucking oath, he has been. Yeah. Um, eight hundred and thirty nine points. Not too sure about the booty shake as the celebration. Though. No, I didn't mind it. <laughs> I didn't mind it. <laughs> and uh, their points difference that year was plus four hundred and thirty three. So Melbourne's already eclipsed that points difference. Mm-hmm. So you imagine they've got that record in the bag, and They're, that's seventeen games because they had one with the bye. Yes, 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 yeah. gone. Yep, yep. Yeah. So they've got so another seven, eight games to go. Seven games. Seven, to, seven, seven, I yeah. think seven, seven to go. So Stupid. That, so they've got 30, they need 30 points a game to get the points record. The way they've been playing, they shit that in. Yep. The only thing is they play Penrith, Manly and Parramatta going home. So, so there is a possibility, possibility that they miss out on that points record. Mind you, if they put 50 on North Queensland tomorrow, which I imagine <laughs> they go close to doing, um, that yeah. that record might be in serious danger. Nico Hines, fantastic again. He had 226 run metres, a try, two try assists, four tackle busts. See, he did a, he did a Bam Bam. <laughs> he, did a, he did a Danny Rick. Yeah. No beer in it, of course, but he took his shoe off and <laughs> pretended that he was doing a, sh- a shoey for his try celebration. Uh, have... Uh, the stat for him as well, he's won a premiership wing and, ring sorry, mm. and uh, New South Wales uh, series. And didn't and play. Hasn't either. played a single minute. So, Yeah, so he was, he was the 19th man or 18th man, wasn't he, for, for New South Wales on yeah. the on um, last week. Mm-hmm. And it must have been similar, like in the extended yes. extended bench for for the Storm last year. It's a bit of sad news for, um, for Melbourne, George... Jennings did a PCL. He may be back for finals, four to six weeks on that. And some great news, really big news. Ryan Pappenhausen, he's been named on the bench. You know when Magic Round was? Two months ago. Two, yeah, well. over, over two, two months. Um, so, yeah, huge for the Pap to be back. That's a long time to be out with concussion. And I think he had some neck, neck injuries as well after that high shot from Terrell Fuimano. Um, so, yeah, he'll be coming off the bench. Hopefully gets a bit of yeah. game time, some run in his legs, and we can see the bloke who really lit up the competition last year It'd be back, back to his scintillating form. It'd be interesting to see what they do for a side. Like, you assume he comes back and play one, and then what do you do with Hines? Nico? Yeah, Hines. Yeah. And well, if they get Coates as well, like, well, because you can't you can't play one of them say on the wing. Well, maybe got, with a with a George Jennings injury. True, maybe there. Does one of them go to the centers? Mm. Um, I don't think perhaps the center, but Hines probably got the size. Well, Hines Hines could. Yeah, Hines can play anywhere. I'd say in the the back line. So you do that. But then, what do you mm. do with Ramus Smith? Like, I don't know. One, maybe one of them has to play in the wing because Justin Ol- Justin Olm's a center. He's not going anywhere. No. So maybe Ramus, mm. maybe they keep their center pairings and one of the one of them boys plays on the wing. Mm. Or, or, but if they get coats, like, <laughs> well, all the way that the way that they've been playing, Craig Bellamy's just sitting there down there going, well, he's got all <laughs> the, <laughs> and he's resting guys. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Munster's Munster's not playing this. Kafusi's not playing this. Um, uh, just shows their contempt for bloody Cowboys. Yes. They just know they're going to smoke them. And well, just how fucking good they are. Right, and you, you know they've got. Cheese and bloody Harry Grant as well to pick from at it's hooker. Ridi- it's ridiculous. It's so crazy. We, we talk, we've spoken about it before on the Esky. If you want to expand, you just expand for have Melbourne Reserves play play in there. They'll, they'll bust a few teams. Don't worry about that. Someone better go down there and check their books. See if they've got some other books lying around. Uh, yeah, well, famously in trouble for that before. Marks, can you let us know the odds? I think uh, we'd all be tipping the storm here. I, I want to know how short the plus 13 is. 
Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah. Well, what the line is? You get you get less than a dollar thirty for plus thirteen most games now with Melbourne. Yeah, the mm-hmm. line is the interesting one. It's probably in the twenties. Yeah, so Melbourne are down at a dollar three cents. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there. What, what do you do if this game's at Amy and Park? They're re- and they're resting monster. And they're resting three guys. Uh, yeah. Um, if anyone is interested out there, Cowboys are at thirteen dollars. <laughs> So in in line with that, um, breaking that record, uh, Melbourne Storm are plus thirty and a half, and thirteen plus a dollar fourteen. Yeah, crazy. It's the state. Well, that's free. State. That's that's free money. You might as well bet on that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is. I guess. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go. In, on. Let's South. go into Saturday. Let's yeah. go into Saturday. South first Warriors, uh, Warriors of five and twelve. South fourteen three. Uh, it'd be interesting. Well, big news out of this: uh, Alex Johnson, who's kind of the only one that we've talked about chasing down the try scoring record. Mm-hmm. Does his hammy probably going to miss a month? Yeah, um, he's already had a great year. I think he's very close to twenty tries, if not twenty tries I already feel on like the it season. Might be Nineteen. I'll have a look. Yeah, at like that he's co- like if he can keep that going, he's going to get within a shout. Mm. And if he can play out his full career. Uh, but that's a big loss. But it does mean Josh Mansell oh, gets oh, a run. Forget about me. He scored 24 tries this year. Yeah. Wow. So what it, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> he's good. What? <laughs> he scored three hat-tricks in the last five weeks or something, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. So he – what we've looked at this up before. The the all-time record's like ridiculous. Like, it'll never two, get two, It's it 212. Like, oh, I, I, I thought you were talking about season. Oh, for season. Well, he's well on – for his career, he's well on track. I thought season was either 28 or 32. I thought it, we looked it up and it was 32 or 34, but it was fucking... 38. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And when was that, like, fucking... Back in uh, 1935. Ah, Buzz Rothfield was a uh, fucking 30-year-old. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, he got, he's going to miss a month, so he can't... Well, yeah. if he was healthy, maybe he'd be a shout for that. But 38? Yeah. Well, he's got another seven seven yeah, rounds. Okay, yeah. There's 28 possible tries there if he gets out. Well, uh, one of them. See if you can find the NRL era record because I can't imagine it's many more than 24. So he would have been <laughs> would have been working. He would have been walking that in, if you will. Um, the Big year for tries, though. I think yeah, it's probably what well, like, Adam Adam Carr's up 19 there. Mm-hmm. That's who I was thinking of. Terry's um, probably not too far behind. Yeah, and missed what? He didn't play the first four games and then three with Origin and then maybe rest. He probably hasn't played eight games. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. You want to know? I have just had it open. Uh, turbo. Tries is 14 tries. Yeah. And he's probably yeah, probably hasn't played eight games. <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so that's coming off a win against Canterbury. They actually had a bit of a slow start. We'll talk about Cody Walker and Lachlan Lewis in a sec. But it was some great punting from our uh, a lo- long-time listener of the Esky. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Ross the Big Dog Chilton. He had a big old multi, um, essentially with a lot of teams, 13 plus, uh, with South 13 plus. Not a bad multi, yes. Yeah, South for the last leg, 13 mm-hmm. plus. I was a bit worried about it. I'm in an iron. Should he, should he hedge his bet? Should he cash out? What should he do? Ended up putting a little hedge on. So just with South 1 to 12, they uh, were down at the half. Mm-hmm. Thought, I'll cash that out, cash it out, and then got the hedge. And made good money there. And there was a big argument in the group is uh, as to is hedging your bet the same as cashing out? No, it is not. <laughs> it is not. Well played, big dog. I hope you're listening. Big fan of the show. Thank you for your support. Great punting, mate. Um, in, in terms of the Warriors, they were actually pretty fucking 
amicable against Penrith. They They've got are, some talent there. And they had a horror day, though, because Tolu Harris, he, he limped off early and there was some absolute fucking cretins getting around on the on the internet. Oh, I captained him and he fucked me fantasy team. <laughs> oh, my fantasy team. Oh, oh, oh. I'll tell you what, why don't you get your fantasy team, roll it up in the fucking... In, no, no, here's what you need to do. Soak it in vodka, soak it in vodka and stick it up your ass. <laughs> because then you can... Ooh, that'll sting. Yeah, that'll burn. Cause, because... You might get a little tinge from it, but you also get, might get a little bit pissed off it too. And you might you might you might make more sense when you fucking you hammering at a bloke for doing his ACL. Fuck off. Yes. Outside of that, they started really really well. RTS had a head knock; he was out cold. Mm-hmm. Wade Egan had to go for a HIA, so they were th- like, and this was all in the first half. Yeah. Three three of their better players really. RTS, their nine, and Tottenham Harris, their best their best forward, arguably. Or go early, and they're playing the competition. Well, so the second best team in the competition. Let's put it that way. Oh well, they're competing. Like sure, they're they're I think equal for wins. It's just on points differential. They're at tier the moment. one. So they're, tier they're tier one. one. Yeah, they're tier one. And after that, they only uh, went down by twelve points. Well done to the Warriors. Matt Lodge had a blinder. Broncos fans be fucking crying. He had he played eighty minutes, one hundred and forty four run meters, twenty seven tackles, ten tackle busts, and even. A try assist. You don't see that too often out of a prop. You see Kane Evans' wrist tape? Mm, yes. And I think he's going to go five grand fine for it You're as well. You're joking. Uh, five league, grand? The league's not happy about it. Uh, so what we're talking about, it said fold some, see you next Tuesday. Yes. Um, I thought it was hilarious. I, I uh, love this. Yeah. As if you wouldn't look funny. at that and be like, that, that G you up. So I, th- I suppose the problem is that the cameras picked it up. Yeah. And all the, the, there's kids. Yeah, they might be watching us. yada, 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 yada. Yeah. The Raiders. Rappiner. Rappiner's on one. Mm-hmm. Just from Ten, dummy half. Uh, yeah. 10 zip. 10 zip camera. Ooh, they might run away with us now. They've Mate, got some good possession. Well, our, our long-going theory that Parramatta might be a little bit of a Foo Fighters song. True. The Pretender. True. Well, yes. But the, I, 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 I thought that might have been worth a laugh, but anyways, <laughs> I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> but I would have I said, you know, that that would make sense if they're playing against one of the, say, the top four or five or six teams, mm. that's not the Raiders. The Raiders mm. are, are very much lower than them on the ladder. Yep, sure. So you can't really be pretenders against a lower team than you. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm saying it, we've spoken about it in general. They're pretenders in the league. Look, I don't, I don't think they win this year. <laughs> I don't think they go anywhere close. No, it's, it's no. a Penrith Storm final. Let's get, let's let's fuck off the rest of it and just play that now. Like we no. all know that's what's going to be. Turbo Manly is in Manly? the chat. Oh, true. Yeah, the dark horse, of course. And South, like we talk about South because they've got they've conceded, nah, South they conceded fifty <laughs> twice. They're fourteen and three. South can do it. If they can sort if they can sort out the defense, maybe they'll lose a preliminary <laughs> final. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not doing it. Uh, I imagine we're all tipping South here, yes. lads. Again, the line is probably more interesting than anything. Probably yep. a big thirteen plus. Um, sorry, so yeah, Souths are favourites at $1.15. New Zealand are out at $5.50. The line is 18 and a half. It's a big line. Yep. It's a big line. Um, South score points, though. So. They sure do. Yeah, they sure do. They concede points. What's the... Oh, have you got... Yeah, it's one of the um, questions that we asked. <laughs> unconfirmed, but um, sources say most tries in a season 25. within the NRL... Yeah. Uh, Era, yeah, 25 from Nathan Blacklock back in 2000 and 
2000. 2000. <laughs> 2000 and zero. 2000 and zero. And um, tied it, with, yeah, Reese Wesser, uh, Penrith Panthers, 2003, and Brett Morris, 25 for the Dragons as well. There you go. It was one off. One off. So with, one off tying. With eight games ago. And two off. Yep. Two off being the outright. So, yeah, yeah. that sucks. He, he might be able to get back and get that record. Quite Dep- possible. Depends how bad that hammy is. Yeah. Speaking of records, Jared Croker has just tied Jonathan Thurston for the most points scored in league of 2,222. You going to slag him off again or you going to give him a pat on the back? Oh, I've, I've just, I did pat him on the back. It doesn't mean he's, a still, he's still not a turnstile. Like, come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so Raiders leave 12 zip, 25 minutes to go uh, up there against Parramatta. So... Uh, Sorry, just quickly. So Johnson that. is looking at two to four weeks on the sideline. So, so he should. So he should still get this record. Yeah, yeah. At the NRL yeah. era. It is Hammy though, and we know how bad Hammy's for Turbo was last year. Like it was Re- in and recur, out. So yeah, it, recur, it's very but high. Yeah. But even, even if say they they go conservatively and, and take four weeks, that gives him three weeks to score one to yeah. to tie it up or or to score two and take it have out, it right. outright. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me he gets 30 by the end of the year. If he plays, 30. The, last, if he plays the last three or four games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. Good luck beating that in the NRL, yeah. <laughs> well, mm. if it, the way NRL's going, like next season it, it could be worse. So <laughs> there could be more points. They're going for college football kind of numbers at the moment. Sure. Um, let's go into 5.30 Saturday night up at Suncorp Stadium. Manly take on the West Tigers. Uh, Manly... Pumps and George in the end, really, 38-12 to 12 with no Turbo Brothers or DCE. Kieran Foran, he turned back the clock. Uh, he was leading the boys around really well. Ooh, that could be a Parramatta try. We'll keep an eye on that. Mm, that's a good... Uh, and the return of young Josh Schuster was massive for the Sea Eagles. Uh, he'd missed five weeks with a calf. He's named at halfback. He never really plays mm. halfback. He's more like a ball-playing uh, back rower. He, he put through that man, Kieran Foran, with a no-look try assist. He also so had... My, my mate, the turnstile. Yeah. And Blake Ferguson's going, why the fuck have I been playing reserve grade for life? He's pretty much. Like, <laughs> that is, that's big from, from Big Fergo. Big Sedgy Ferg. Oh, he nearly oh, fucking spilled the he bomb. He nearly fumbled that. Let's have a look. Oh, fuck a bomb. Oh, there's <laughs> three of them in that's there. So weak. You, you can't. You can't just put that on Turk on on, on Croker. Uh, well, Croker forgot where his arms were. He didn't know they existed. <laughs> his shoulder's been giving him grief. I wonder if it was there. Yeah. yeah. And then Fergo puts in the chip to put Dylan Brown. Through. Yeah, I think that was weak from a lot of them. To be honest. Yeah. So game on up there. Twelve six with about twenty odd minutes to go. Well, twelve four with a kick to come. I should say. Uh, where were we? Manly. Manly against the Dragons. They actually, uh, the first half was very, very close and then Manly just turned it on yep. in the second half. And Look, I know it was only the Dragons, but uh, Manly, they were to talk about Melbourne and Penrith being Tier 1, uh, Manly up there in Tier 2 now, they may be one of the only teams that can actually bother these guys. They're, they're the dark horse, as I yeah. said before. Like, yeah. It's those two and Manly on their day could beat them. Yep. Yeah, I, you look at some of the games that Turbo plays, and yeah, I, I don't. I, I tend to agree with you. Before I was kind of being a bit devil's advocate for South. They're, they're very good attacking. Well, I've already made my views clear about Parramatta. I don't think they bother anyone deep mm. in the year, and was you know the Roosters are decimated. So, so the thing that's playing in Manly's favour, they do have the best player in the league at the moment. So. Yeah, <laughs> best player in the world. <laughs> yeah, that Tom, helps. <laughs> Tommy Turbo. 
Um, so you're saying Roosters' season's done? I just, I'm saying they don't win the Premiership. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll yeah. get in the finals and they'll lose. Well, they'll, prob- they'll probably beat well, whoever well, they are in round one, well, but prob- then they'll yeah, lose. They're fifth at the yeah. moment yeah. and yeah. They're, they're four points behind Parramatta, so you wouldn't think that they jump them, although who knows. Yeah. So they're going to play Parramatta in round one. And then they're, they're yeah. two points ahead of Manly, but then they're sixth clear of St. George and seventh. Actually, no, what's so the order? Is it, is it, it's not four and five anymore, is it? It's f- no, that's, mate, that's, that's, that's years, years ago. ago yeah. Years ago, <laughs> So it's a, it's a one, one, four, two, three. Winner gets a yeah. week off, five, eight, six, seven. Mate, they haven't yeah. done that since fucking 2006 yeah. or something. So like. the rest is a, they'd, be, they'd beat eight and then they'll go into the following week and then lose to whoever lost the previous week. Yeah, you'd imagine. We, so. Which, which yeah. could be Manly or Parramatta. So. Yeah. Or they they come up against the Red Hot Dragons in eighth place and they <laughs> fucking knock them off the first week. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving, uh, going back to this game, fuck it. It's, it's a long Manly West Tigers uh, preview. Uh, the, the Tigers, they. They, much like Manly, had a massive uh, second half against the Broncos. Adam Dewey, he had a game, five try assists, 143 run metres. Mm. They found something in him. I think he's definitely their, their sixth of the future. Yeah, mm. he's unreal. Mm. He's so good, such a good buy. Did, uh, did you hear that um, the Tigers offered the Raiders um, Luke Brooks and Moses for uh, Hodgson and Whiten? Whiten? Look- Luke Brooks and Moses Mbai. Moses Mbai, yeah. For Jack Whiten and... Uh, oh, God, Hodgson. Hodgson. And the Raiders said no. They told him to fuck off. <laughs> well, that's fair because... Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a stupid deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows where the Tigers kind of are. They're like... Yeah, de- <laughs> yeah, he was like, you won. And they're like, no, what are you talking about? Yeah. Fuck off. Desperate. Yeah, very desperate. Just kind of shows where the Tigers are at the moment. That's it. 2 a.m. message. Hey, babe, you up? <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon here, boys? I imagine it's three manly. Oh, big time probably manly. more interested in Just the line. Bit. Give and us the a line. 13 box. plus more than anything. Mm, there'd yep. be a dollar five. Uh, so, oh. no. Only slightly up from that. Seagulls are a dollar twelve. Tigers are. Yeah, <laughs> that's that makes much difference. <laughs> uh, Mate, tigers. That's seven cents. That's a, <laughs> free that's money. In your multi. That makes a Free money. True. True. Uh, West Tigers out six fifty. The line is nineteen and a half. Mm. Uh, well, I think they'll cover that easy. T. Trebojevic named, and also hasn't yeah. played for a bit. J. Trebojevic mm-hmm. named, and DCA back. So twin turbo yeah. with the DCA. Yeah, they win. Twin, or are they triple turbo? Probably. Uh, no, I think Ben. He, oh, he got. Got that big head knocked. Isn't yeah, he? but I thought he played last week for these guys. Been out. Not named. I could be wrong. Not named B. Turbo. No. Anyway. Penrith Brisbane, uh, another game we probably don't need to talk lots about. Penrith by all the points. They, as we said, had the brave win over the Warriors. Uh, Kickout had a double. Toto, not Toto, yeah, Toto had two hundred and eighty run meters in a try. Cree uh, average is like greater than fifty meters. So that's fifty. His run um, meters per game are fifty meters more than any active player. Yes, I think two was Blake Ferguson on that list. Mm-hmm. So that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. So we talk about 280 run meters. I think his average is like two, 248 or something. Yep. So it's like only just like above average for him. Yep. But for anyone else, it's it's obscene. Philly mm. Army, Kikau had the double. And Jerome Luai, he's back this week. That's That was pretty quick with that MCL. Yep. Uh, so that's a big in for them. Yeah, it might not have been a huge like tear or anything, but more swelling and soreness. And that's gone down. So mm. back in the squad. Uh, has... 
Is Pungo going to play this week? I doubt it. I, I, I doubt it again. I thought it was a week. But then I, I remember reading something saying that he, he could, like they, to, part of his deal was to get him out there as soon as possible. But he's, not, he's not named in any of this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought so. Broncos, on the other hand, well, that'd be interesting. He'd go, go to Penrith and play Broncos uh, first game back. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But Broncos, on the other hand, they didn't show up for the second half against the Tigers and got smoked by, what, 24 points in the end? Yes. Yeah, or 22. Yeah. So, uh, so 42 to 24. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that was Some, it. Something like um, that. Pangai Jr. not playing for Brits, so, so he's mm. he's out out from Red Hill. Yeah, he's not out of Red Hill. I just I think probably a week to to make his way out west. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And as we talked about, there's <laughs> – I'm sorry. I just read your second note there. There's some chat about the 10 years for – What note? For, this was an off-the-cuff joke. <laughs> this was for an off-the-cuff joke. There's no note. Uh, yeah, it's not your off-the-cuff joke there, Beth. Well, we're talking about Payne Haas. We should introduce that first. <laughs> How he's getting uh, – there's some chat that they might offer him a 10-year deal, much like a Taumalolo, yes. a Buddy Franklin in the AFL. Mm-hmm. And all I was saying off the top of my head was that's like three marriages for Jennifer Lopez. It's a, it's, it's a long, long time. It's four, it might be four marriages in Hollywood these days. Engagements. Engagements for her. Yeah, she, yeah. she collects engagement rings like Thanos. Like, come on. Like Thanos. <laughs> you know, I've never seen one of those movies ever. <sighs> My brother, Sam, shout out. I'm sure you're not listening. Hate sport. Uh, <laughs> we should do a history one. Yeah, that'd be Maybe. good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've talked about Julius Caesar. <laughs> yeah, Caesar. <laughs> I think Hitler's got to run. Yeah, Genghis, Genghis, of course. Genghis has Genghis. been in there. <laughs> yeah. Some Churchill, of course. Some Tr- yeah. Um, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we could say more. Uh, yeah. yeah, let me think about one. Payne Haas, what do we think about 10 years deals? I think... There seems to be common consensus. It's too long. I, I, we talked about it earlier. Risk. Is, Risk is, reward is yeah. nuts. Yeah. If uh, what's the cl- okay? What's the club thinking? Are they thinking that player wages are going to go up so rapidly that we can get someone, even if even if they only give us five good years or mm. six good years, with the rate of inflation of of player wages, mm. if we if we lock them in now and get them on a fixed salary. Even if they only give us five, six, seven good years, we, we still come out on top. Is that what they're thinking? That makes sense for Paddy Mahomes. It doesn't make sense in the NRL. Yeah. Like, mm. it's not it's not going to be hugely well, significant. Even, even look at Tao Malolo. Can you – wouldn't mind uh, Googling Tao yeah. Malolo contract. I think it's like but an he, average of mil a year, and I don't and think And he's been visibly – Slower this year in in terms banged of up, broken hands, in, other injuries. Yeah, in, yeah, and injuries aside, just not put, not getting the run meters, not getting the tackle bus, yeah. not being that like two three seasons ago, hands down best forward in the comp, fucking daylight second. Yeah, and now you're kind of like, oh well, if you had to name an NRL team of the year, he's not in it. No, he's he's not in it, but so, he's. He's still giving you good, decent sure. output, but he's not great player. Great, I'm not. I'm not hating on JT. Like, I'm yeah. just. I'm just saying he's slowed down from where he was a few years ago. I, and I'd say it's the wrong position. Like mm. that deal kind of makes mm. more sense for a half halfback. Yeah, halfback or full, fullback. Yeah, like you know, one of those. You know, I'd say the two half positions. Maybe, maybe not five eight, but I can see why he would. Yeah, like Munster would make sense. Yeah, okay, uh, I'm with you. But Nathan, Nathan Cleary, yeah, get, and you get someone young. Yeah, yeah. but if, take a, a front rower or, or hooker like they're, yeah. they're they're the running backs of this league. Like they're going to get 
beaten up all the yeah. time. They're going to have injuries. Mm-hmm. Sustaining that that output of play for ten years is very very hard. Sure. Uh, and I don't think it makes sense the the money side of it. Like again, going back back to Paddy Mahomes, I think he averages thirty five ish mil uh, between thirty five and forty mil average. And I know the no, average country US is like fifty, isn't it? No, no, and it's not for quarterbacks. His average, I think, is in that 35 to 40 mil um, US because they're already talking about doing over 40. Like, I think Dax is like 41. Uh, and, I, and then I think they offered Rogers like 44. Okay. So, but the, I might the, be thinking in AUDs. Yeah, so, but that they're already talking, um, you know, that's in a year that's changed, say, 8 mil. Yeah, difference, mm-hmm. and then if that's going to happen every year, then yeah, it makes so much sense to look at me, lock him in now. Mm-hmm. In the NRL, like it's a mil now in ten years time, maybe, maybe it's, it's a mil and a half. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe it's, well, two. maybe it's two. Let's yeah. give it a shout that the yeah. league actually grows. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it improves itself. Um, you know, that's not a huge reason you're why you're saving, doing. You're not saving financial. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's still money, and yes, it still counts to the club. But mm. I don't think that's. A, such a significant saving that you need to lock someone in for ten years, considering mm. after four years he's he's cooked. Yeah, and then yeah, then you got to buy out some part of his contract or pay him to then go somewhere else, like they've done with Lodge and I think with Panya as well. Like it's just not worth it to me. Mm. Have you got yeah. when he signed his contract there, Mars? Um, I don't feel like it was that long ago. Two thousand ten year deal, so it would have been two thousand seventeen. 2017. Yeah, so, so contracted to the end of 2027. So he must. Um, so let's call let's call that end of 17. So he's yeah. given you 18, 19, where he was on fire, yeah. and then a little bit hurt and a little bit slowing down in 2021. You've yeah. still got six years. Yeah. Where you're paying, you know, you got six million dollars riding on on JT. Yeah, I don't know if you can if you can justify plus doing he, that for big pay and Haas. And, and plus he's twenty eight, like six more years he'd be thirty four by then. That's and that's that's mm. old. That, that's middle forward. <laughs> yeah, and the work that they've got to get through. So for Payne Haas, it probably makes more sense because he's twenty two. Twenty two. So yeah. by that, if by if he finishes that ten year deal, he's thirty two. Like, yeah. That you you get if you get eight year good years out of him to a thirty, like you you probably ahead at that point. Payne is twenty one. He turns twenty two in December. So yeah. yeah. So if we sign a ten year deal from now, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's too much. I I'd be I don't know. Me in in my all my experience of running NRL <laughs> clubs and and managing books <coughs> <Matt it>. yeah. <laughs> and managing books, it just doesn't make sense to offer guys more than five six years. You know, Everything just, changes uh, too much. So like. it's, uh, there's too many variables. Just, just go to show. Like the rules change before. week to week. They yeah, can change the rules, and then it, do- it, it doesn't make a point for Tamalolo. Like, That's right. And, so and my team of five eights and halfbacks from the Super League this is the most dominant team because the rules have changed. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like the the AFL body type. That's and we're already, go there. We're already spoken about it earlier in in earlier apps that the forwards are just getting smaller and smaller mm-hmm. to keep up with the mm-hmm. pace of the game. Yeah. That's, so, so maybe a, a big bopper, like 194 centimetre, mm. let's call him 120 kilo pain heart. Yeah, like we've been talking about, if it turns into Oztag, then yeah, there's yeah. no point to have those boys out there. If it turns into South Park bubble <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Watch that shit. That's oh. funny. Anyway, I think we all picked Penrith in this game and Penrith by a lot. Marks, do you want to give us some quick odds? And again, yeah, we'd be more interested in the line and the 13 plus. Yeah. Uh, so Penrith the favourites dollar twelve Brisbane are out at six fifty line is nineteen and a half Brisbane sorry Penrith thirteen plus is a dollar fifty dollar fifty that's cash that's cash that's money. cash we're mm. talking about Melbourne before we've been what a dollar twelve for yeah. for their thirteen plus I love that there 
I love that. No Cleary Hurts. Tyrone May's not really a seven, but no. Luai back and pretty much full steam ahead uh, outside outside of Cleary. Yeah, I, I like that dollar fifteen for them thirteen plus. Yep. Let's get into Sunday and probably actually two of the closer games in terms of odds. Uh, the Dragons play the Gold Coast in the early game up at Seabus Super Stadium. Uh, the, the Dragons, we spoke about them before against Manly. They started well, but they forgot to show up for the second half. Mm-hmm. Origin Ben Hunt and Origin Tarek Sims are not St. George Dragons. Ben Hunt and no. St. George Tarek Sims. Granted, playing two days after Origin, pretty fucking difficult. We'll, we'll give him a pass this week. Um, second game at Torrell Sloan. He scored early. Uh, looks like they're trying to groom him to be the fullback next year. I think the Cody Ramsey chat about being fullback is gone out the door. And Well, Dufty, another one that's gone to the Bulldogs. To the dogs, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about them in just a sec. They're look, putting together quite a mm-hmm. roster for next year. And um, and Gold Coast, on the other hand, they were very disappointing against Para, uh, Fafida and uh, Big Tino. They backed up. Um, they played nearly 60 minutes each. Actually, Tino didn't uh, – Fafita didn't play for Queensland, which was a huge difference. Oh. Well, we didn't talk about it last week, and but he was he was on the bench, but he didn't he didn't play. No, he, I don't think he oh, was they get side. picked at all. He didn't get picked at all for game three, which jeez, which may I, fuck. I must have been on the piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Queensland. yeah, he did. He didn't play, and you know, shout out to my old man. Is he, he was very much like, I think he's soft. Oh come on! As it he he runs at little blokes. So like yeah, he's bit, yeah. He, 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 like and if there's no if there's no Sam Walker in front of you to have an absolute field day against, mm. he he just does nothing for you in the front row. In he, the, in the, in he the has, second row. Look, he was very quiet in game one and game two of mm. State of Origin. Well, you look at some of the games where he's quiet in club games, and it's the ones where they defend him out of the game essentially. Yeah, no, uh, you're 100 percent right. Didn't yeah. play so State of Origin. Made a surprisingly big difference, and then Tino had an unreal game. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. There you go. That's interesting. Throw that out there. So yeah, and, and we, we've spoken about it before on the pod where you notice Fafita close to the line can just go absolutely fucking come mm-hmm. army sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, and then other times it's, yeah, a bit missing. So Depends how big your halfback is. Yeah. Astute observation <laughs> there from Greg Gould. There you go. This is an important game for top eight implica- implications. So the Dragons mm-hmm. are eight and nine. Gold Coast are six and 11. Um Look, you wouldn't think a six and eleven team should be getting spoken about for playing top eight. I told you playing finals, but <laughs> the yeah. first ten rounds don't matter, bro. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, so yeah, if with a win there, they go to seven seven eleven. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they be right on the verge of the eight there. Uh, well, th- this is like a four-point swing for them because the right. Dragons are there. Talking, talking about the four-point game before, yeah. for, that for they, Canberra against the, against the Sharks. It, that really pushes the Dragons down and mm. puts them closer in touch. So it, it's a huge game for the Titans. Do, I, do I see them winning? We, we Well, they're favourites, I'm pretty sure. And I'm hoping we're into the seventh game of the round. <laughs> we may have different tips. I picked Dragons. I picked the Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. And three dragons, three dragons, yep. three dragons. They're not gonna win. So, That's and w- we're all gonna tip Cronulla. So, th- again, hate to hammer the nail home even further. This is a a round of NRL football where eight games, and we've all picked the same team. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they've got to do something about it, monks. If you wouldn't mind, what are the actual odds? Yep. Gold Coast are quite handle, uh, handsome favourites, I should say. St. George yep. uh, will have to 
have three guys uh, missing out from the uh, the Vaughan party. Mm-hmm. Yep. Trace up who that is. You do that. Uh, so Titans are favourites, $1.55. St. George are out at $2.45 at the moment. Uh, the line is only four and a half. Um, Gold Coast plus 13 is $2.88. Dragons plus 13 is $6. It's pretty sad. The only game that you want to watch this week is this one. <laughs> well, I guess the game we're watching oh, no, at the moment is a contest. Yeah. And Canberra playing yeah. on Thursday night pretty regularly helps us out. Mm. Um, but, yeah. No no, Corey Norman for the Dragons, so he'll be doing his suspension. Jaden Sullivan in for him. Can't pick out who else is missing. Maybe Dan Alvaro, can't see him. Um, and then one other from, from the the Vaughan party. No, Norman is, is big, but, yeah, maybe tipping with my heart and not my head, I've gone St. George there. Moving into the Sunday game, it's a, a little bit of a snooze fest to cop on a Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canterbury started well against South Sydney, and then the Lachlan Lewis fucking brain snap. Uh, mm. Cody Walker was mouthing off a little bit. Apparently, it came out, apparently he was only saying, should go back to reserve grade. Yeah, go back to reserve grade. <laughs> and it was one of the worst hip tosses I've ever seen. He might need to go back to some judo because that was a terrible takedown. I, was, I don't know about Fox League was calling him uh, Lewis McGregor. And, you was, know. McGregor's never done a takedown That's in his life. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> like me. He's fucking stuck in mud. He's stuck in mud. Anyways, Lewis maybe it was that bad that they made the comparison there. True. Maybe yeah, they yeah. knew more than you thought. Possibly, possibly. Uh, Lachlan Lewis uh, just got a fine. Uh, he will play Sunday. Uh, the Sharks went down to the Raiders. Aiden Tolman will uh, cop a week for a high shot mm. on Xavier Savage. Um, tips here. I've gone the Sharks. I think all Sharkies. It's actually yeah. closer than you'd think. I th- I'd say so. As we talk about the Sharkies... Well, their season's on the line, really. Mm. If they win this game and say the Dragons lose theirs, then well, they're, yeah, again, they're, they're they're equal. Yeah, they're points. both eight and ten. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sharks are favourites at dollar thirty-one. Bulldogs are out them. at three dollars fifty. The line is ten and a half. Mm. Oh, I'd be tempted to take Canterbury with that line. Um, so next year we were speaking about it at the start of the pod with. Um, with Gus Gould at the helm of the Bulldogs. This could be their starting 13. Matt Dufty, mm-hmm. Josh Adokar, mm-hmm. Brent Naden, Nick Kotrick, mm-hmm. Tui Katoa, Matt Burden, Jake Av- Avarillo. Mm-hmm. Then their forward pack, Luke Thompson, Jeremy Marshall-King, Paul Vaughan. They've got their eyes on yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raymond Faitala-Marina, uh, Tavita Pango Jr., that's confirmed, and Josh Jackson. That's looking like a much more competitive squad. Mm. Maybe that... Uh, Interesting to see what happens with, say, Napa, who's uh, been there for a while, what they do with him. I, I feel I like think, he might be on the I outer. Think, I think, yeah, he's... Uh, turn out the training hungover probably didn't help his chances and being on huge money and mm. underperforming mm. also doesn't help his chances. Poor, I think, I think poor, Gus... Poor professional footballs. Yeah. <laughs> I've turned on a training hungover all the time. <laughs> Makes you better. <laughs> uh, at football, no. At golf, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm, I'm not used to playing golf, not hungover. <laughs> oh, but I think um, Gus kind of came out and said, you know, we're clearing house. Yeah, uh, you've got eight weeks to, well, you know, two months to prove yourselves for next year. Yep. If you if you want to play for the Bulldogs, you got to come out and perform. It's now or never. Is Napa starting on the weekend? Let's have a look. I don't think he's in the. Is he in the squad? I have a feeling he's not starting. I have a feeling he's on the bench. Bench coming, okay. coming off the bench. Yeah, fifteen. 15. So need some good minutes there out of the former uh, Origin player. The uh, Raiders 
para game is 12, 6, 4 minutes to go. Mm. And Ooh. para. Mike Acevo, he's confident. Yeah. Very confident. Sammy Williams just missed a field goal from Down the other end, yeah. So seven, seven set, um, seven tackle set, Ooh. I should say. Rapana's confident yeah, that Shields yeah. got him out. We'll keep an eye on that. The young fella, first game. What I wanted to ask you about Canterbury, that side that I just read out to you, which seems fairly likely, do you think that's a top eight side? They've got talent. Mm. Like it's, it's yeah, I'd say top eight. You would? Yeah. As we've been saying, it's not in the realm of possibility. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's not a top eight side. Mm. With if if it's that there, I th- I think they probably still need another middle forward, and they. They, it depends they, on their halves, and maybe yeah. and maybe another uh, maybe. Well, Matt Byrne can play six. We've seen that. For, yeah, you're not just, sold. I'm not sold just because how Penrith have been doing with him at six. But then he's in replacement of two of the other best guys. But yeah. you would have thought with the other talent around them, they'd be a little bit better. And Avril, he's an unreal center. Oh, let's yep. let's be clear. Sure. Like, he's yep. sure. he's automatic as a center. I was just not sold yet on him at a five eight. And yeah, maybe he's a year or two away from mm. from being you know up there in the upper echelon with all the other five eights that were you know. You know the tier one as we'd like to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, as I said, not sold yet, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Chester out of the eight. I I don't think they're wooden spooners. I think they oh. they might be pushing like a like a tenth, eleventh kind of. Do you reckon spot. that's simultaneous ball and line? I don't know. It's going to they'll, gonna they'll really look at it close. eight times. So we probably better keep moving. Yeah. yeah. That could be a ball game though. It'll be well, it'll be very close if it's no try. Yeah. Let's go into the AFL. Yeah, we've spoken about NRL long enough. Let's get stuck into some AFL. Uh, you run us through the COVID while I go for a quick wee break <laughs> because you know I get fired up and yeah, <laughs> you, you start, hate the COVID. So yeah, and start blaming uh, uh, state leaders, etc. Et so well, you, I think you, you take that away. Yeah. Well, it came out today. They Queensland have slammed slam shut their borders in New South Wales. So. I think it's all good. All the leagues have moved away from New South Wales. But the big one was South Australia have gone into lockdown for five days, uh, which means the two Adelaide clubs down there had to work out what they're going to do. They were talking about escaping to Victoria. Then there was chat that that, they they essentially got to the airport and then they were told, (laughs) no, no, go home. Then there was chat that they were going to Queensland. Uh, Then there was chat that they would do a showdown, as in the two Adelaide teams would have to play each other this week while they try to figure it out. But then eventually they got it sorted out and then they got mess. back into Victoria. But, yeah, crazy couple hours for the two Adelaide teams trying to work out who they were going to play and where. But mm. they've now addressed that, hopefully. And, uh, well, they, those guys are playing, I think. Adelaide have got Geelong this week. No, Collingwood from memory. And yep. Port, Port's got uh, Collingwood. And Sorry, I said Adelaide. Port, you're right. Port's yep. got Collingwood. And, and the Crom Crows got, have Hawthorne. Hawthorne, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, with South Australia going on lockdown, uh, Queensland I don't think technically are in one. So the whole three of the Mm. seven states and territories are in lockdown at the moment with the others all all preventing them from travelling. Mike Siva did get that try, so the conversion had tied up. So the rumours, and perhaps you might be able to take us into some of this, there's rumours that Brad Scott, they've reached out to his agent um, and there's he's the front runner. For the Pies job, for the Collingwood Pies head coach job. Yeah, I think it was uh, Caroline Wilson was reporting that during the week. Uh, the former Kangaroos coach is the head of AFL Victoria at the moment. He um, he coached the Kangaroos from 2010 to 2019, so a decade at the helm there. Yeah. Uh, when I th- not, hu- not huge results, but... 
Well, that's what I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. What do you think was his coaching record at the Kangaroos as a percentage? Uh, slightly under 500. Slightly under? Yeah. Muggs has just seen it, I think. Yeah. Matt, you have? Yeah. Yeah. Tell, oh, tell yeah. us what it is. Slightly over. Slightly over. Slightly over, slightly over 500. That's and, so bad. And well, given the way that the Kangaroos are playing at the moment, I, when I first saw that, I thought, oh, yeah, what are the, the, yeah. I thought the guy that's the front runner to be the the Collingwood uh, football coach is going to be a guy that was like twenty five. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah so, so they mm. actually had a, a run there where I think I think he made four, four, maybe four finals, like three in a row, and then like four out of five years, a few ninths as yep. well. So there or thereabouts, and it's only been the last few years that the that the Kangas have really dropped off. So but what, what you said there, though, is average. Yeah. So is that what average? Yeah. Is, but is that what Colin was trying to buy? Well, here? as well. It's, 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 how, <laughs> how much is the coach and how, how much is, is the list, list and yeah. yada yada yada? Yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, th- I thought that was quite interesting. Uh, hasn't been coaching uh, for two years as well. Does yeah. that have an effect on a bloke? You know, going back from an admin role. In, yeah. Into well, there's all the chat position. that he's. You know, very analytical, very technical. Like he knows the game in and out. So, if he's anything like his brother, he's got a pretty good coaching record. So. Yes, yes. Yeah, time will tell. Again, is this just you know when we say front runner? Is that just a is that just a grab a, a storyline? Yeah. Well, who who leaked this? Yeah. Who knows? If it's his agent, it's because they you know they're trying to push the deal probably a little bit more. It's yep. like, hey, you know, we're out here. You know, the other guys might blow or pull out, but they're trying to force Collingwood to do something. Sure. Or maybe Collingwood did it because they've got someone else on the maybe, go. Yeah. Like they're trying to get that guy to push along. Like you know, <laughs> the when, when these stories come out, you gotta you gotta work out you know which sides, what agenda they're trying to push push, and what sides doing it. People so. push agendas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> Anyways, time will tell who gets that role there. But at the moment, Brad Scott's name's getting thrown around. Let's preview uh, round 19. Monks, if you wouldn't mind, uh, if you could possibly get the teams up, uh, we might have to... Well, Fizzernut? Yeah, you might have to can one. Maybe can the Ollie Roos for a sec. Ah, bro, they're doing all right. They are, they're leading, but they'll also be there in half an hour. (laughs) Um, We won't have finished the AFL by then, bro. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, just hold on. The NRL game's going to finish in a minute. We can switch that over. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, the Oli Roos still leading Argentina one one zip, oh, and it's yeah. from what I, Argentina have been peppering their goal. Something's shocking up there, right? so yeah, so they're doing well to hold in front, and they've got a couple of chances back. But yeah, I think Argentina have been trying to control the possession and gets get a goal back. Can't get any of that pepper to stick. Yes, Port Adelaide Collingwood Prison Bar Bowl two. Has anyone seen anything about prison bars? No, nope, nothing is, about it. <laughs> they're, they're, they're all too busy talking about um, trying to keep the league going. So, right. <laughs> haven't heard a bar about it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You, you know how we we're talking about that draw the other day? Pull that draw, pull that put that in, in there, and chuck that and in then there. Never bring it out. Again. Along with a lot of my other gear. Yeah, that's not top shelf. <laughs> that is bottom shelf. That is dregs. That is Moosehead's that's, floor. That's bottom drawer. Uh, Port actually got a little bit lucky last week uh, with their win over St Kilda. Mm. They one by two goals, but there was there was a lot of turnovers from St Kilda actually that allowed that to happen late in the fourth. Uh, Ollie Wines, his great form oh, continues. No. Uh oh, that okay. Yeah, so, that, they so watching the Ra- yeah Raiders and Para at the moment. Sevo's gone out there and he's in the world of hurt. Well, either that or he knows that you know that could have been it and I didn't get it. No, I th- Thirteen seconds left on the clock. Sevo down the left sideline. Goes over over the corner post. And that's Rapp, Rappanen that got there as well. Yeah, he's, had a, he's had a good game. Full back, full back. And I think Shields again, the wing. They gave him enough room, but mm. 
I think they've got there. Sorry to interrupt our AFL. Oh, there's a bit of knee in that. There, no, yeah, no, oh, is he going to get in trouble? That's probably right, but... He's definitely out. Yeah. Sivo normally from there is automatic. They're going to go back and look at that, but it's not like he knees him. I think Rappiner might be in trouble here because what makes what makes contact first? It's his hip, though. It's like the knee goes past it. They're going to look at it. Like, he doesn't knee... It goes past, it's like he hits quad. him here. It's, it's his quad. quad. It's like high quad hip area. Mm. There's not much you can do about that. Yeah, I'd give him a pass on that one. Like it's not like he's hitting with the knee, like the point of the knee first. The knee misses. But there's no, there's no arm or shoulder. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. all hip. He's just try, he's trying to run through him. You have to with Sivo. Like you yeah. got you got to lie him the well, fuck. I'm looking at that. I'm like, what the fuck, Sivo? You know, eats them for breakfast normally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's a fair challenge. Yeah, what's Rapano got to tackle there? Like. You can't get any lower than... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Up. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. We obviously yeah. can't have any commentary uh, coming through, but yeah, we'll see We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. We're, we were talking about Port Adelaide and Collingwood. <laughs> so Ollie Wines had 36 possessions and a goal, and Collingwood went down to the mighty Carlton Blues. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, they actually were leading by eight points going into three-quarter time. Jordan Degoe ran a bit of a muck through the middle. 31 disposals and 12 marks, but he, he obviously split his time between forward and the middle, but um, I just don't know how I feel about it. Like, obviously had a great game, but then you lose one of your best forward targets. And Darcy Cameron's coming along, but mm. he was a bit quiet up front. I think he had a goal and maybe eight touches. Yeah, I, I just don't know about pulling Jordan out um, and playing him uh, for a long time through the middle. Uh, Port, I imagine, are handy favourites in this game. I imagine we've all tipped Port Adelaide. Yeah. Again, uh, At home. a line might be more interesting than a head-to-head uh, there. Monks, give us both if you yep. want. So head-to-head, Port are favourites are $1.21. Collingwood are out at $4.45. The line is 24 and a half. Ooh, I would take that. I like that. Yeah. Port are, you know, bullies. They like going after the guys but lower on them the ladder. Yeah, true. Where are they playing this? It's not a uh, – because they had to go to Victoria, as I imagine you were talking about. Yep. yep. Uh, Marvel. Yep. Marvel, yeah. See, actually, that, that changes things. True. That changes things. The Raiders do win that game 12-10. Raiders win 12-10. Their, their series is wow. – their season even is is back. Back on track. Is, that's four straight for them. Yeah, I think so. So – had that win last week. And that man, Matt Frawley, undefeated. Yeah. Hey, Matt Frawley, <laughs> shout out, Canberra boy, has never lost a game. For playing for the Raiders. Playing for the playing Raiders. For Raiders yeah. Played a lot for the Bulldogs. But, um, <laughs> yeah, never lost for the Raiders. Yeah, uh, so they, they win tonight against Para. They lost, uh, sorry, they won last week against Cronulla. Won last, the week before that, against Manly. And that's three in a row. They three got row. belted by the time. That was when everyone was going, okay, this, that's fucking it. That, <laughs> yeah. And that was in camera. Right, yeah. so since then, Ricky's got a firecracker up their ass, and would you know you wouldn't believe it, but they're they're within a bee's dick of the eight. I don't. They're, they're in actually as of now. They are in the top eight. Yeah. Has Jack White played any of those games? Uh, he would have been. We well, didn't play tonight. He was out one of them for Origin. Oh, no, he played. Last he week. played he last played. week. That's yeah. when he got hurt. So he's yeah, played he one it. of those games. Yeah. All right, you can turn that off, Max. Let's go back to the soccer. Um. Yeah, we we're done with. With the the prison bar bowl? Yes, we're talking about uh, the Blues. Oh, you want to talk about Carlton now? Yeah, you were just saying before. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Carlton. Let's talk about Carlton. They they, uh, were down eight points against Collingwood and they played 
a fucking great fourth quarter. Don't often get to say that. Uh, Sam Walsh, you can have my babies. Um, I, I'll freeze my eggs. I'll, I'll do whatever you... Poor Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt she's listening, especially this, far. especially this deep. But uh, look, if you want to have her babies too, <laughs> I'm offering them. Uh, 39 possessions and a pivotal fourth quarter goal for Sammy. Um, he is definitely an All-Australian this year mm-hmm. in my... Navy blue biased opinion, but I imagine he probably will get an, or would definitely be in the squad. Um, whether he makes that final 22 will be interesting. Cripps is named, I think, there, isn't he, for for tomorrow? Yep, yep. Cripps in. He was managed last week. Um, so that is huge. And Macca was actually talking about it a few weeks on the pod. He yep. said he did a ladder predictor and had them finishing eighth. Got a good run home. The finals hype is building. I did a ladder predictor on the weekend and it wasn't so much my – I was. I think Carlton can easily win four of these last five games. Mm. Um, it's not so much Carlton. It's more – I think Richmond have got a really good run home. The, the Bombers' yeah. run home is, isn't bad. Um, so they're going to need some other results. They've got to win at least four and preferably win out. Yep. They mm. play the Kangas and then they've got the Saints, Suns, mm-hmm. Port and GWS. So particularly – Important games there against GWS and St Kilda, who also will be vying for a finals uh, spot there. Um, and Port will be a challenge. Port will be a challenge, but from what we've seen, um, yeah. They're, so if they're ahead of them on the ladder, then yeah, they'll win. <laughs> well, they're actually, yeah, from, from what we've seen, yeah, that's right. They'll, they'll, they'll put them away because they're flat track bullies. Um I wouldn't look. Let's not get ahead of ourselves too much, but there is there is a chance that they might be able to sneak into the eight. Mm-hmm. The the main thing is they've got to beat the Kangaroos first because if they drop this game, then they're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like to put it delicately, and North North have been better. They've they've been com- they were competitive against the Bombers. They mm. they only went down by three goals. They, they've been the back end of this season. North has been much better than the front end of this season. North Aaron Hall, his career resurgence continues with 31 possessions, 14 marks last week against bombers. Marks, if you wouldn't mind the odds here, I imagine Carlton are quite healthy favorites. Uh, has everyone tipped the blues? I uh, have, I think to help put a curse on them for you. Yep. Um, That's cash. Yeah. $1.47. $1.47. There you go. Uh, Roos are out at two dollars sixty nine. Nice. <laughs> line is twelve and a half. I'm taking that all day, every day, uh, even with my navy blue glasses on. Before you continue, the old man just messaged me saying we're back, baby. Yeah, <laughs> big Raiders fan <laughs> down there, <laughs> down in Coolwell. So I was going to ask if you I, have I you bet jumped he was back on the, the fuck out of him three weeks ago too. <laughs> oh, hundred <laughs> percent. He definitely was. It runs in the family. Uh, the the short term memory runs in the family. It. I have to start calling you Dory. Finding Nemo <laughs> shout out. Fucking got a memory like a goldfish. What movie is that? Finding Nemo. Dory. Ellen, De, Ellen, De, Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> he doesn't get the joke. Ah, there we go. Oh, yeah. What movie is that? I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's talk about Q Clash 21. Uh, oh. The Brisbane Lions take on the Gold Coast Suns up at the Gabba. Uh, I think Brisbane's got the last five. Absolutely uh, pumped him the Q last one. Yeah, 75 points, yes. something, something along those lines. Hugh McLuggage continues his great form. He had 30 and a goal in a losing side against Richmond. Did you catch much of this game? I did catch some of this in the background, and it's quite interesting. Like, McLuggage, Mc, McLuggage and Lyons both getting their touches. I think mm. Lucky Neal's probably a bit underdone. Mm. 
just something through the middle at the moment is just not clicking. And that's kind of where they've been losing their matches at the moment. Do you reckon? Uh, yeah, with didn't help with no heat ward. But uh, they just can't seem to get the ball out of the middle mm-hmm. uh, middle and get it into the forward line, get the inside 50s. Yeah. So, uh, and that they've been struggling with that. So, what have they, have they won, lost three straight or something? They lost last week and I think they lost the week before. Yeah, I feel like it might be two. Yeah. Just two, two? Two straight, yeah. So they lost, lost to Richmond, pardon me, and lost to St Kilda. Yeah. Uh, and then the week before that, handily put away. Yeah, and like a, bi- a big loss to Richmond as well. Like the, well, the way Richmond have been playing. Yeah, exactly. They're coming off, they had one in a month and then they come and just smoke them and really, um, you know, dominated kind of that middle section and got, got their ball forward mm-hmm. a lot more. So, I don't know, there's... Whether it's just they're, they're a bit light on, you know, like it's McLaughlin's lines and they're a bit light on around mm. with extra support for mm. him. Lockie Neal, uh, you know, had to miss training during the week because I think he landed on his shoulder and tweaked it a little bit. But then he's he, fine and should play, but like he's banged up. Yeah, so. he's busted, isn't he? Yeah. Isn't he? And I don't know, they're just missing something at the moment. Maybe yep. a little bit of extra fresh legs that can help support these and, guys. And you mentioned Hipwood. That is, that is, Matt. He's a really underrated key tall. So you take him out and, Luckily, they've got Joe Danaher this year because you take Hipwood out last year, and then they've really got no, no you know, key targets up there. So yeah. they're they're really looking for um, uh, McStay kind of to step up and fill mm-hmm. that role, but I don't, just don't think he's really got to that point yet. McStay's not that he's not as big as those other no, two, he, is he? He's Tall, but he's not as one, well. Tall. He's one ninety four, one ninety five, yeah, ninety eight kilos. Good size him, but yeah, listed as there, so it's, yeah, mm. big enough. Monks has just pointed out that Jared's actually back in the squad, which Jared might be a, might might be a good um, get well, in that uh, middle field. But well, you're talking about needing a little bit more um, support through through yeah. the middle. But. but I will say that game he played two weeks ago, he was just there. In the picture, like Booked, he, was he? Yeah, like yeah. He, he was there as a distraction more than a mm. um, getting in there and getting touches. So one, he's got to get fitness. Mm. He's got to get back into the squad yeah. and yeah. etc. But yeah, he's. I, I'm not sure. He probably won't get huge. He didn't get huge minutes in that game either. So no, that, that yeah. was the other part of it. Yeah, uh, like they'll try to definitely rotate him. Try to get him back in there, building, getting good for the finals run. Um, but yeah, his little brother misses out though as a medical sub. Always a medical sub, isn't he? Yeah. Well, they had a medical sub for Hipwood two mm-hmm. weeks ago, but it was Matheson was the bloody medical sub. There's yeah. the one week that Tom wasn't the medical yeah, sub. <laughs> he misses out. And TJ, yeah. going to be the 23rd man there again. Uh, speaking of a guy who's been pretty good with avoiding injury is Hugh McLuggage. He is playing his 100th game. He's only 23 years of age. Shout out to you, Hugh. Um, what do we think here, lads? I think... Gold Coast have been trending in the right direction. Took Miller is... Playing better. He, he, well, he's unreal. He had 30, 38 possessions. Oh, not just Miller, sorry, the Suns. Suns are playing better. better. Yeah, yeah, Took's been unbelievable. The All-Australian hype around him is real. I don't think they win this game. I think it's a much better contest than the last Q Clash. Yeah, Brisbane, yeah. Brisbane at home, they really need to have a show game, come out, mm. build some confidence because they need it. Otherwise, they might be in trouble. You're going to the lines yep. too? Yeah, back to lines, of course. Yep, yeah. I think it's three lines here. So Brisbane are favourites, $1.21. The Suns are out at four forty-five, And the line is 27 and a half. Still a bit, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I just don't know. Don't I, really, I don't really, know where the lines are. The yeah, I really thought the last few weeks they, they should have won those games, but we'll see. We'll see. 
before that, on they were on an on absolute heater. Yeah. So yeah. see what happens. A few weeks is a long time in, in the AFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Coast Eagles take on St Kilda over at Optus Stadium, 4.30 Saturday afternoon. Is West this an Optus? Yes, I think so. Unless McGowan's... No, no, don't. Don't, 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 don't throw that. You nearly got me. You nearly got me. You got a nibble then. You got a nibble. Exceeding from that Forest Marks where that game is going to be at. I'm, I'm, unless anything's happened in the last two hours, I'm, I'm sure it is named... Mm. Anyway, keep going. He can find it. It's an up. It's a little up to see. Good. I just wonder if they'd let those dirty Victorianers across into West Australia, (laughs) knowing what they're like. You say Victorian Anners? Victorians? Victorians, yeah. (laughs) There's definitely a syllable (laughs) on there that didn't need (laughs) (laughs) to Jamie Cripps had a career game last week. He kicked five goals and had 25 posies and three snags for BT's favourite, Flan Ryan. West Coast looking a bit. Better, they were only playing the mighty crumb. Yes. Uh, and St Kilda, we mentioned it before, they were really close to knocking off Port last week. Uh, those few late turnovers that hurt them. Jack Steele, 37 possessions, eight marks, seven tackles and a goal. Like, oh, every fucking midfielder that's playing out of their skin, I'm saying all Australian height, all Australian height, <laughs> but he's, he'll definitely be in the conversation too. Oh. His partner in crime, Matt Crouch, was pretty good. This is a massive game for both teams. So the Wiggles are seventh on 36 premiership points. The Saints are 11th. Um, but they're the bottom of the teams on 32 points in the Dons, Tigers and Dockers. Uh, a few big ins for West Coast there with uh, Josh mm. Kennedy coming back, mm. Jake Waterman uh, back in the side. He's he's come along quite well. Uh, he, he'll be pretty much a straight swap for Precciatrelli, I'd imagine. Uh, Luke Shuey goes out. That's a, that, yeah, I don't know. Maybe those ins cancel out the outs or vice versa. Um, massive task for St Kilda to go over there and get a win at Optus Stadium. I've yeah. tipped the West Coast mm. Eagles. I think over there it's a very different story. Same here. Um, and it's it's a it's re- this is really must win for St Kilda. So that they'll be they'll be stinging after last week, um, going very close to knocking off Port. Can they resurrect it here, Monks? Do you think? Um, yeah, I've gone West Coast as well. Odds in line? Yep. So odds are West Coast are favourites. They are at a dollar forty one. St Kilda out at two ninety four. Line is fifteen and a half. I'm probably taking that. I'd imagine. Anyways, we move forward into Saturday night, the game of the round. Game of the round. Big top time. top of the table clash. Melbourne Demons take on... Played this game twice and no fans. Yeah, well, this will be the second time and with no fans. Yeah, so it doesn't Um, really count. Yeah, (laughs) it doesn't really... If they they win, it doesn't count. If our deep-voiced, bald friend was here, he would say it doesn't count until maybe the Western Bulldogs win this and then I'm sure it does count. Uh, So I wanted to ask you a would-you-rather... Let's picture that Mm. we've... Oh, my God. Oh, put it in. Oh, Oh, my God. The Oli Rules nearly just went 2 0 up over Argentina. Some of the challenges uh, in this game from the Argentinians have been a bit over the top. They play different football to yes. yeah. yeah. South definitely. American football is very different to European football. Um Yeah, so what uh, back to our would you rather. So picture you're in year seven, there's a few, you know, cute cute girls getting around. You're you're in year seven, so so and mm. nothing untoward there. Um we're playing <laughs> Would You Rather. Would thanks, you thanks for the clarification. <laughs> would you rather be the Melbourne Demons and keep dropping games to shit teams, mm. or would you rather be Port Adelaide, 
who always put her away the shit teams but can't beat a good team. Well, you want to be the D's because come final time, yeah. you'd be beating those teams to get yourself through there. Oh, but, but I guess, but if you're one and you lose to eight, mm, good question. Well, they're one and they've lost to the Crows, the Pies and the Giants who are all outside of the eight and the Crows and Pies are quite low. And um, and on the weekend they drew with Hawthorne. So they've they've dropped heaps of points. Is it just... Is, is, this, a, is this a fake stat considering they're the top team so every team's below them? Well, so if they lose a game, it's below them. Well, it's not. Fa- it's not fake. I'm That's saying all, all all four of those teams are, are are lowly. What have we got? Yeah. The ladder there. All so right, the, so the lo- low tier. So they're the bottom bottom eight. The Giants are twelfth. Collingwood are fifteenth. Adelaide sixteenth, and Hawthorne are seventeenth. Yes. So and they're they're, they're dropping. So losing to, to teams outside of the eight. Yeah. And well yeah. outside. Yeah. To me, that's more a coaching problem than a player problem. A coaching thing. Yeah. Problem or like. That to me sounds like game management. That yeah, to well, me sounds like a player thing going, oh, who gives a well, fuck? It's just yeah. Hawthorne. Yeah, but but that's on the coach. That's on the coach to get them, Jerry, get them G'd up, get them ready, get the game plan oh, sorted. Like, yeah, that's that's 100% on the coach and the coach management to get the team ready for that. That's why the the, the great coaches, you know, you, yeah, it's one game at a time. You've you got to go out there and win hate, everyone. Hate like to cross possible. codes, but Melbourne Storm come to mind. Uh, yeah. You don't yeah. see them dropping four Exactly. Ga- four like a Craig Bellamy or, or Wayne Bennett team. Like they're, mm. they're constantly going to be up for a game. And, yeah, they're going to lose some, but they're going to be competitive in those games. It's it's not where they just switch off. And that's – usually a team switches off because they've had a poor week of training, the game plan. Like it's not the same week they usually have. Mm-hmm. Like this week for the Western Bulldogs, they, you know, they're in there watching every game they've played for the last month. They're, they're breaking down the film. They're doing mm. all that stuff. Mm. And the next week for North Melbourne, they're like, oh, yeah, let's go just – Kick goals for the next hour. Mm. Do some goal practice. Like it's just that's game. That's that's coaching. That's the week of training. Like mm. if it, for me, that very much you know gets put on that coaching stuff to get them ready for that game. If they're not prepared and they're underprepared, it's hundred percent on them. Does it does it matter though? As long as your players aren't getting injured, do those do those uh, losses matter? It doesn't matter now. But if they were like trying to get a top two spot or a top four spot, and they drop a couple games against teams they should have won. Yeah, it matters. Well, they should. They're definitely top four, and but yeah. you're right. Maybe that maybe they they might have cost themselves a home final, given that they yeah. are two points clear of the home dogs. finals. Home finals probably don't matter at the moment. <laughs> well, <laughs> depending on whether whether. Well, that that's another point there. Yeah, but yeah, that's a, in a, in a normal kind of season. That's the kind of things you you're trying to play for. Like, you know, that might mean they're not the minor premiers. Like they don't they don't win. They don't get the top spot. Mm. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'd rather be Port Adelaide. They've been clin- they've been clinical. That they're, they're in fourth now. So yeah. literally, that the only teams above them that they haven't beat are Geelong, mm. the Dogs, and Melbourne. They, and they probably are thinking if we can put it all together on our day, we can beat anyone. Mm. Whereas maybe Simon Goodwin and the D's are, get, are going. Oh well, we've played some really good football when we're playing the best that we've played really in recent memory. But we've been found out by some lower teams, and I'm sure, I'm sure your your Luke Beveridges and your Chris Scotts and your and your Chris Fagans are looking at are watching those games on tape where teams with lists that have no right to beat them have done so, and they're they're taking notes and going, okay, well, this is how we play the D's when we come up against mm-hmm. them in a final. And what did you just say there? Coaching and game plan. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I was essentially echoing your point. Yeah. All right, we've maybe spent a little bit too long on Would You Rather. Yeah, but uh, run us through some stats and then let's get some tips. 
Uh, well, you look at Melbourne's stat line last week, and it was pretty much any Melbourne game. Uh, Oliver and Petrarca had 35. Age Bailey Fritch is really developing as a really good small forward. He had three goals there, and the Dogs just snuck home over a much-improved Gold Coast. Um, Jamara Hagen, number one draft pick in his second game, booted three. Good to see him. Uh, Do they play Gold Coast or Sydney? They played Gold Coast and they played Sydney the week before, did they not? Okay, yep. Um, and Marcus Bondapelli, 36 disposals. He is still at $2.50 for Charlie, the Brownlow medal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that possibly could have gone in a little bit, but we'll see what happens there. This this would be interesting. Who are we going? I've gone the Western Bulldogs. As have I. Back in the MAGA. Mm, I've gone days. There we go. <laughs> finally. Let's finally, split them up. Finally won. Yeah. What are we? Two hours in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> two hours in. And that's no that's fault it. of the AFLs, let's be no, honest. No. Let's be honest. And that's the fact that we had two Dragons fans sitting here for that <laughs> ticket yeah. probably didn't help either. But uh, yeah. we, we've actually disagreed with each other two hours in. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You've you actually gone the favourites there, so, Mark. I have gone the favourites. Uh, very close, though. So the D's are $1.84. Bulldogs are out at $2 flat. The line, if you give me a second. Two and a half. Two and a half. Always going to be close yeah, there, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it should be. That's Hopefully it. it's a cracking game. It's, it really sucks that this should is in be. front of no fans because top for of the second time. For the, for the yeah. second time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right. But, and then and real um, bragging rights as well. Melbourne mm. coming uh, away with the... With the win the first time they played, if Melbourne beat them twice, then they'll they'll really have a lot of confidence going into the finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhat less interesting game, let's be honest. Uh, at it's a crumb, what are you talking about? 740, <laughs> it is a mighty crumb. Crumb, 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 crumb. Going up against the Hawthorne Hawks uh, at Marvel Stadium. Uh, the crumb, they, they played a really good half, first half against the Eagles, and they've kind of forgot to show up in the second Rory Laird, always good, 34 touches and eight marks. And the form of Ben Keyes just keeps improving. He had 30 possessions, six marks, six touches. All Australian? Two sausage rolls. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm finally going to say no. I'm loving what Ben Keyes is doing. He's a big-bodied inside midfielder who we've spoken about before on the Esky, essentially got shafted from a couple clubs and and has, um, has... had a, a, a real resurgence in his career this year and probably started doing it last year, but this year has, has come uh, into his own. I'm going to say no. Maybe he makes that 40-man squad, but he's not in the best 22 players in the AFL. I'm sorry, Ben Keys, You are a very good player, though. Um, Hawthorne uh, managed to get that draw against Melbourne. Um, First draw of the season? No, there was another one. It was North Melbourne and GWS. Remember that fella just had to kick a point and yes. put it out of bounds. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Just when you need a point. Just when you need a handy point. I can't blame him. I would have fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he shanked, I would have... Yeah, uh, his ball at least went forward, so... <laughs> <laughs> it hit his foot. Yeah. <laughs> he was touching it in the first place. He put himself in the position <laughs> to try and win the game with the point. Uh, Tom Mitchell, 39... Pozzies and a goal. He's starting to look a little bit like Brownlow, Tom Mitchell. I'm not saying he wins the Brownlow. I'm saying he will shit in the Peter Crimmins medal. That's Hawthorne's best and fairest. And uh, shout out to tomorrow boy, Luke Bruce, with three goals there. Uh, one of the 
better medium-sized forwards uh, for a number of years now. Uh, this as well, we might tip differently. I have gone Adelaide. I have no confidence with that tip, and I imagine they're outsiders, but... Yeah. Oh, what the, a goal. Ollie Ruse go up two zip against wow. Argentina. That was a. By both teams just subbed on three, three guys. So they're just resetting themselves. And the yeah. Argentines are not happy here. I'm trying to see a no, number. Was that Daniel Arzani? No, because I. Oh, I think they might have just subbed one of the. We are watching on. this on a, on a quarter screen. <laughs> quarter screen. Fuck oh, what a shame. Top left. Yeah. Who's 19 for the Ollie Ruse? There you go. You can work. Uh, actually, you've got the odds. You, you let us know the odds. All right. Um, what's your tip, Sean? First, I I picked the crumb, the crumb, but I actually think Hawthorne <laughs> might win this game. <laughs> Jeez, I picked the crumb as well. So Hawthorne are favourites, dollar fifty nine. Adelaide is two dollars thirty seven. The line is eight. Eight and a half. Uh-huh. Uh, Marco Tilio, 19 year old from Melbourne City. There you go. All that A League we watched is uh, paid off. It's paid, paid <laughs> dividends there. <laughs> Fucking great strike. Good on the young fella there. Born yeah. two, well, 2001. That's huge. That's well, we'll talk about this later. That's mm. huge for yeah. our group and with um, yeah. our team in there. 2001. I was old enough to have a Hillary Swank in 2001. <laughs> 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 Okay, <laughs> let's go. let's let's keep it moving. Uh, now these because the notes are a little bit out here due to the cocoa. I'll just get mm. the order of these games. Uh, so Sydney mm. and Fremantle were first. If you wouldn't mind getting that up, uh, they're the Probably. first first of the Sunday games. Uh, Twelve thirty, Metricom. Uh, Freo were pretty disappointing last week in their loss to the Geelong Cats. Uh, on a bright side, Sean Darcy is really emerging as one of the premier ruckmen in mm-hmm. the league. Uh, he's, I think he's only 23. He had 18 disposals, 37 hitouts last week. He is a brick shithouse. So Big lad. Good, good to see him uh, coming along. And uh, the Swans were 26-point winners in the COVID Bowl against the Giants. That was that game where yep. a bunch of guys got dragged oh, within under two hours. Yeah, uh, the rugby COVID Bowl. That's right. Uh, most notably, Toby Green. Yep. Uh, Luke Parker is looking pretty ageless. Oh, I think he's only about 29 anyway. He he had 31 in a sausage roll. I Speak, t- speaking about ageless. Ageless. <laughs> Fucking buddy. He kicked four. <laughs> the, thousand, the thousand talks... It's not out of the realm of possibility. This season, yeah. 981 career goals, so he needs 19 for the 1,000. I'm talking this season. Of course, he mm. is contracted next year. He undoubtedly kicks... A th- he, he'll get there. He, he'll kick, That's just whether he'll, he'll do kick it this year goals. Will he be able to do yeah. it this year? There's five games left for this one, so he, that's just a tick under four, um, four goals a game. So that's mm. four regular season games plus a first-round final, which they're guaranteed of playing. Mm-hmm. Mm. One, two, three, four, five, yes. Mm. So they count stats through playoffs? Yep. Some comes to. Yeah, they do. Yep. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Um, so he's guaranteed five games. My concern is he doesn't play all five. Yeah, they might rest yeah. him. Yeah, and especially if they get to a point. Where are uh, they at at the moment? Uh, they're sixth, aren't they? It might really depend if they win this game. Um, yep, they're sitting at sixth. So they're sixth. They're 44 points. They're mm. eight points clear of West Coast. So mm-hmm. you'd imagine that they don't finish below sixth. They're also 
tied with Brisbane there. So mm-hmm. it, it, it could get to a point where... Can they push in the top four? Uh, yes, they can. Un- yep. Yeah, unlike... Well, actually, not that, that unlikely. Port are 48, so they're four points clear. But then Geelong are, are two games clear on 52. Same thing, so, really gain them if they're making them four? Yeah, of course. You get a second... You get... Well, you finish fifth, you can still... Or fifth or sixth, you can get knocked out first week, whereas mm. fourth, you can't. can't. So. Yeah, so it's whether they push for that or not. Mm. Which could very much depend on this game. Yeah. Or, or this round. Yep. Yep. So yeah. they've got so they've got the Dockers this week, then Essendon, St Kilda, North, they got Suns. Good, they've, they've got a good run home. And that's five. So sorry. So they they're guaranteed to play six, mm-hmm. six. So because they'll play first week of finals anyway. Yep. Mm. So that that does make it a little bit different. Again, he only needs three in a bit a game. Yeah. And those five teams, like yeah, you can see Buddy scoring some goals against those. Imagine guys. you go just get him. Up, you know, get him up and about for North, and he goes and kicks eight or something. <laughs> or Josh Bruce there in the year did kick ten. So Port sitting at fourth, their run home is so obviously Collingwood this week. Yep. Giants, Crom, Carlton, and Dogs. Well, they lose the last two games there, I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> slightly facetious. <laughs> um, where did we get to? Yeah, buddy, pitch invasion. If he kicks a thousand. Well, there might not be anyone. <laughs> <laughs> that point. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be anyone if he kicks a thousand. Uh, let's hope. In a month, let's hope there's... Uh, in the... But in the uh, unlikely. In 2021, very we're not doubtful. as fun as we used to be. <laughs> Obviously, alluding to the day that Tony Lockett kicked a thousand goals, there was over a thousand people storming the ground <laughs> to go congratulate <laughs> him. Uh, we do live in a different era. Um, this how, game, how interesting is it to... Two to get over a thousand, both swans or played four swans. Well, but he's so. Can you bring up goal scorers? So Jason Dunstall mm. kicked uh, twelve hundred and something, and mm. Gordon Coventry kicked over a thousand as well. Oh, I'm not so I'm saying he's the only one, but this is like out, out of a, like a small well, group. Of, yeah. They, yeah oh, and Doug Wade, Doug yeah. Wade kicked ten fifty seven. What about Ablett Senior? Ten thirty one. So he's actually six. So yeah, I guess uh, two Swans guys, but there's also two Geelong guys. Yeah, true. There. Mm. Mm. Food for thought. Mm. So what are we doing in this game? I've backed the um, back Sydney, of course. Yeah, I've gone the Swans here. I think they're doing everything right at mm. the right time. Three are not bad, actually. They've they've been better. I think this will be a good game of footy. I no. Oh, oh, there's I'm a, there's a couple of names. Games like on their day, they've been good. Yeah, they're I'm not they're not saying kill the risk where they're just up and down, up and down, up and down, up and yeah. down. Yeah. But they're consistently solid, but like above average kind of team. That yeah, if you're off your day, they're going to beat you. But I, yeah. I pick I pick City for a reason because I think they're better, going to be better than. Them. But I'm just saying, I'm, I'm liking some of the stuff that Freya's been doing. You know, Tom Hawkins kicked more goals than Fremantle did last week in the West. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I I think the Swans win this pretty comfortably. Yep. Yeah, I've gone Swans as well. Um, yep, their favourites at dollar thirty. Fremantle are out at three dollars fifty seven. The line is twenty and a half. Moving forward, I'll just double check yep. the latest uh, under COVID um, round nineteen. The three twenty game is the grand final rematch number two between Geelong and Richmond. Just wouldn't mind scrolling those notes up there, monks. Um, Geelong. Uh, uh, ah. Otherwise, right? yeah, yep. yeah. So uh, they they actually played each other in round eight, and Geelong won that very easily. Um, 
They're coming off a big win against Fremantle. Tom Hawkins, we just spoke about him. He birded four. Um, He has 40 goals in 10 consecutive seasons. So the only other guys, we're actually just talking about a bunch of them that have done that. So Plugger actually never did that because he was riddled by injury and suspension um, in a few of his seasons. But yeah, uh, Chief Dunstall, Gordon Coventry, Doug Wade, and also Jack Titus and Stephen Kernahan. Six Kernahan. So pretty mm-hmm. elite company there for the Tomahawk. Um, Cam Guthrie. No, nah, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> All Australian. <laughs> 35, 35 possessions uh, last I think week. Guthrie will be. So. I, I, yeah, yeah. I feel like he should be. And He's been elite. What, another guy who could be. Danger. He had 22 and three goals last week against Fremantle. And the Tigers, we spoke about him before, had a massive win against the Lions, but it came at a big cost. Dustin Martin is out for the season with a kidney injury. Yeah, uh, lacerated kidney. You don't like yeah, those. Yeah, big. Well, I say big contact. He felt it initially. He felt it initially, and he, he dropped uh, early after that big contest with Mitch Robinson. It, mm-hmm. it didn't seem like there was much in it, but it obviously just got him flush, and you know, kidney can just it just sits below that bottom rib on the back, and um, yeah, it's very vulnerable from from any kind of knees or elbows that come from behind. So. Yep. The game's lost a superstar for the rest of the year. We wish Dustin all the best in his recovery. Um, and Cam McIntosh also is out uh, for three to four weeks with a hammy. Um, the Tigers are pretty beat up. So Basha Hooley, Dion Pressia, Nick Vlostin, to name a few on the sidelines. Uh, not who you want out uh, coming into the thick of it at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially when you need to win games to make finals. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And coming up against Geelong... It's going to be a, a tall order for the Tigers that remain. Um, I tell you who was good last week: Marbia Chole. He kicked four rolls, uh, sausage rolls, and Jack Rewalt. Six goals, six goals in his three hundredth game. How good! Le- legend of um, of the Richmond Footy Club, and really a, a, a legend of uh, of modern football. So good on you, Jack. Um, I imagine we'll. Got you long here. Yeah, I picked John. Yeah, I've gone the Cats. Yep. Great win last week, but uh, the Cats look like they're heading up at the right time. Without Dusty. Just don't think they... Yeah, it's not going to be their year, unfortunately. Yeah, we, we, you know, we were talking about it a few weeks ago when they were really stinking it up. That maybe the maybe it is an end of an empire. Mm. Just got a little amongst the last game was, what, GWS taking on Essendon? Yeah, and did yep. you get the? We didn't get the odds on that oh, game. Sorry, I imagine Geelong are, are pretty handy favourites. Yeah, so their favourites are dollar thirty seven. Richmond are out at three dollars and fourteen cents. Oh, that line! I'm I'm eating that line up for breakfast. You like that line? Yeah, that line is sixteen and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, so the run home for Richmond is so Cats, Dockers, North Giants, Hawks. So that's mm. what I was talking about as a Carlton fan. You look at that and you go, yeah. okay, well, they probably cop an L this week at Geelong, but then they finish Freo, North, GWS, Hawthorne. Yeah, get four wins. They could. Mm. They literally could, even without Dusty. So, yeah, don't write them, out, write them off just yet. No, no, no. I've, I think they make yeah. finals, but they're one of those teams that maybe they sneak in and then they get bounced out. Oh, they're not They're not winning flags this no. year. No, no, no. no, not, no. Well, not with his list. No, and not, with, not without... Um, a triple Norm Smith medalist. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So last game, as I mentioned before, Essendon yeah. Bombers taking on the the Giants. GWS. Yeah. Well, we spoke about how you just need to look at a Melbourne team sheet and see that Oliver and Petrarca went nuts. You can just look at a Bombers team sheet and Zach Merritt and Darcy Parrish always have plenty. So mm-hmm. Zach Merritt had thirty nine and Darcy Parrish had thirty four. Big news this week with the the package: Jake Stringer re-signing for three years. Uh, yeah, for three years. Yep. Booted four last week against North, and the Giants went down to the Swans in the COVID Bowl. Um, there was some blokes that had to play that game on an hour's warning. <laughs> Pretty hard to get yourself ready physically and mentally after that. And I, I think a, a few of them might have played in the resis the day before. Yeah, yeah. Um, not, they weren't winning. <laughs> not really. Well, well, Sydney had had a few had to miss a few guys true, as well. They, they also, I don't think I can't remember off the top of my head who didn't play for Sydney, but it wasn't Toby Green and Matt DeBoer. Um, yeah, so, yeah. so those those were two of the three blokes missing for GWS. Uh, Tim Torano um, was probably the best of the Giants. Nothing really to write home about with 27 and 7 tackles. Um, again, massive game here for finals implications. Who have we got, boys? I've gone the Bombers. I think they've been heating up quite nicely at the right time of the year. I uh, have done the same. I think the Bombers with their squad and the way they've been playing late, lately, mm. yeah, I think they do it over GWS. I've gone Bombers, bombers as The Bombers well. fan should probably go for Bombers. At probably. Long, at long he does like to be a little bit of a Judas. <laughs> a little bit. But, mm. no, you're right. They are heating up. So, yeah, um, yeah, definitely definitely back them in for this one. They are favourites, $1.62. GWS are out at $2.31. And the line is 7.5. So, it's yeah. still going to be a close game. Yeah, they reckon. They reckon, yeah. Yeah, really, really like um, – I've, I've mentioned it before, but some of the work that we've seen out of the young bombers in Sam Draper and Nick Cox and Hind off half back, yeah, they're, they're looking really good. Mm. Uh, they like to play attacking footy, so yeah, well, good to watch. Yeah, third or fourth highest scoring team in the comp, so yeah, mm-hmm. that'll do it. That'll wrap yep. up AFL for this week. And uh, I think the next thing we got off the ranks is to talk about the NBA finals uh, with. The Bucks winning, uh, what four straight after we oh, we're on a curse. <laughs> we're so yeah. sorry, Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, big time curse from us here. Um, Bucks, they they win four two. Um, mm-hmm. The Deer District had seventy thousand there. Yeah, uh, you know, Bucks and plenty of Bucks and six chance. Um, How good were they? Bucks in six. Yeah. Bucks in six. <laughs> 70,000 people outside of Pfizer Forum there screaming that. And there was no social distancing happening there. Not at all. Shoulder to shoulder. Oh, yeah. It, they were crammed in. Uh, I tell you what, though. We, we got actually a real treat in terms of the contest here in game Excellent six. Game. The first quarter was a fucking scrap. How many points, Monks, if you don't mind you just bringing up the box score now, how many points did Phoenix score in that First quarter, it must have been about 15 or something. Let's have a look. It'd be less. I think you got the team stats there, don't you? Anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll chase that <laughs> up. It fucking wasn't many. Mm. It wasn't many. It was... Uh, so Phoenix got 16. 16. 16. Yeah. And it was a scrap. There was turnovers going back and forth. Mm. They held Devin, get Devin Booker to two points. And mm. then in the second quarter... It was all Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And we saw this in game five, except it was the other way around. But it was one team dominating the first quarter and one team dominating the second yeah. quarter. Yeah. And in this second quarter for the Bucks, blokes not named Giannis Antetokounmpo mm-hmm. went, missed 
17 of 18 shots. They got two points outside of the Greek freak in the second quarter. Yep. And it was pretty much the, the tail of the night in that Giannis... Oh, that's my question. Giannis, um, he put this Bucks team on his shoulders and just carried them to a championship. Well, I think of his 50... We'll get to his points in a second. Um, his stats, of his 50 points, I think he scored 30, 33 in the second half. And you know what the big thing was? He scored 15 from the line. Yeah. He went 15 of 17. Mm-hmm. They win this game by... What, eight points? Yes. Or maybe slightly under that. Very close. Uh, seven points. Seven points, sorry. They win this game by seven points. Giannis, not known for his abilities from, mm. from the line. They were at home it, for this, weren't they? They were yeah, at home. Yeah. It, it, it helps when you don't have the Phoenix uh, yeah, Suns guys counting, counting him down, down. Uh, from ten. So Definitely, yeah. definitely. That, that does help. But if he goes his normal sort of 52% yeah. to 60 they they lose his game like his mm-hmm. his effort from the line single handedly won this well he single handedly won the the game and his effort from the line was a big part of that mm-hmm. put up fifty points fourteen boards two assists five blocks you got to take that into account as well let's yeah. let's say all of those that's go, both ends that's defense. that's exactly let's say all yep. of those going in that's ten points from the other end yep and it was it was one of the most dominant performances in a finals game if not any game that I'd mm-hmm. I'd ever seen. Sitting at home, I watched the whole thing. I was lucky enough to do that midweek here here in Australia, and and I was just going, I was just in awe of the blood. Like oh, you always are, yeah, yeah. But to, to be able to to turn it on like that in Game Six when the pressure's on and the rest of the team, to be honest, was Consi- considering was playing pretty ordinary. Yeah, considering his knee, um, what less than a month ago, and yeah, we're, and we're watching that. We're watching that. Thinking, going, oh, season done. Like yeah, like, this yeah. could be this could be his season and the Bucks' season done. They're calling the Greek freak for a reason. Yeah, for a reason. And and it, you you love to see it because all the all the old screenshots of of Twitter posts, you know, from twenty fourteen, especially the ones from Kobe twenty fifteen. Kobe saying, "Go, you know, you've yeah, got, got yourself, the MVP. got yourself an MVP. Go get yourself a ring." Mm-hmm. And and the old tweets from Giannis himself. Saying, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of this team. Let's get a championship. Let's bring it to Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm not leaving Milwaukee. I'm not leaving. And, and, and those tweets been from six years ago, mm-hmm. and or, se- or further, like yeah, yeah. yeah when we, when was he drafted? 2014, 2013, I think, from memory. 13. And we're talking. We spoke about it before that the pictures of him, you know, when when he's an 18, 19 year old, the glow up. Yeah, and he's just this. It's just this lanky. Kind of baby face dude. Oh, big and, time baby face. And now, now he's one of the most phys- like one of the most impressive physical specimens in Adonis, the world. Adonis, as you said before, in the world, a Greek Adonis. Yeah, he was drafted uh, twenty thirteen. Right, you are. Yeah, right, you are. And 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 was said from a very early stage that he want wanted to stay in Milwaukee and and have have them build around him. Yeah, and, we said it last week, though, and I think he. Said it in the post match. It's like, yeah, I could go to a super team. Like we could create one at uh, KD. If yeah, you're exactly. But we did the fucking hard way. So, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we built a team. We built mm. the roster. We added the pieces we needed to, and we grew together. Like yep. Milton's been there built the uh, whole time. The whole, the whole time, time. Giannis so. has been there. Middleton's been there. Yeah. That guy that they brought in was Drew Holiday. Holiday? Yes, mm. and Frank the Tank Kaminsky. Like, <laughs> <laughs> big, big effort from from Frank the Tank. Uh, but yeah, you, you like to see it, and an age, aging guy like Brooke Lopez to get it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of aging guys, I, you feel for Chris Paul yeah. missing out. He's already said he's come back next year. So, and look, the, 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 the chat though that the Lakers 
want him. So. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I think the Lakers want everyone that's like a superstar. And it's such a it's I we're saying we've said it the whole the whole playoffs. Yeah. It's it's such a cool year for neutral viewers in the mm-hmm. NBA mm-hmm. to see the Suns and Bucks and to see the Hawks go on that run yep. and, and to see the Jazz and the Nuggets in the West. Sure they didn't make the the conference finals, but um the you know the the way that the way that they went about their thing, their business in the regular season and, and getting through the first week of the finals, uh, first week of the playoffs, I should say. Yeah, it's it's been cool. It's been cool for for the NBA. You've got Mil- the people in Milwaukee. I'm sure they still haven't stopped partying. They love it. They love a beer up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Frank the Tank? Place for the Suns. <laughs> Have you fucked this person? <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, he does too. <laughs> what, so do you want to go from Milwaukee oh, to the Suns? Don't do it, Charles Barkley. You've been talking about Frank the Tank all night. And no, he doesn't play for them. Oh, no. Oh, that is... He the, plays for the Suns. <laughs> the bombshell. We've been absolutely rocked here. Two, two hours in. Uh, oh shit, we're gonna have to edit. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> edit. No, 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 that's gonna stay in, Babs. Well, that's a scalp. Yeah, that's, that's a scalp. That's almost as bad. That's That's worse than 25%. Like, come on. That's Charles Barkley. That's fucking Jeff Teague. I forgot, I forgot which team he's playing for. Didn't he get cut? You watched the game during the week. <laughs> did he play? How many minutes did he play, Mugs? He played 11 minutes. We're gonna delete this shit. <laughs> Oh no, this is so good. This oh, is dating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry to put you put you out like that. <laughs> you have to. You have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fact check. That, that's payback. You called him out. Twenty five percent. He's just like, I've gone back and I'm, and and I'm I ruined your whole career. The problem is this is two and a half hours deep. <laughs> and I, well, I started the I started the episode like that. Oh well, uh, you got to copy copy L's. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? Sometimes <laughs> you can fucking make a huge mistake, even if it's a massive mistake like that. I should know I shouldn't have rushed that fucking <laughs> that fucking shout of beer. Well, I'm gonna shout myself one. Thank you, Frank the Tank, you fucking Who didn't win a ring. And <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't know oh. where we'll go to from here. Yeah, well <laughs> cover me for eight seconds. I really struggled with making a man too. Oh. Oh, so yes, to. yes, Bucks win. Uh yeah. Get get a good win out of it. Well, you know, get the championship. It's their first since ninety three. Uh they're first in 71. 71, sorry. 93 was the Suns. Yeah, well, I'm getting confused now. I'm, I'm, you're rubbing off on me. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it. <laughs> has two championships, NBA and uh, Super Bowl champions, of course, as a minority owner. Uh, big shout out to Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to him in a minute. Uh, but, yeah, congrats. Like we, we said throughout this, you couldn't pick. Like either team was good. For a win in this, yeah. like yeah, like, you want both teams. We, 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 had, we had Frank the Tank. Yeah, we had we had no Brooklyn Nets left <laughs> over. So. This is um, <laughs> this is the most embarrassing moment <laughs> in in my podcast career. And there's well, been a few. Yeah, is it worse uh, than Ray Lewis and Ed Reed playing on the same? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was me off the top of my head trying to remember something from 14 years ago. This is from this morning, from, uh, from yesterday, from yesterday, yeah, from yesterday. <sighs> yeah. You know what I'd like to apologise to? Who? The listeners. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners. I've done you a disservice. Yeah, they're all clicking off at the moment. It's all good. <laughs> Do you want to hit us up with this the final point that's, that's there? Uh, yes. That, that'll close us out. Three guys 
well, before yesterday, two guys mm-hmm. had won the league MVP, the defensive player of the year, and a finals MVP. Now, granted, these guys did it in the same year, mm-hmm. but they now get joined by the Greek freak. Mm-hmm. Pretty good company. Mm-hmm. Hakeem the Dream, Olajuwon, and Michael Jordan. Yep. Not bad. Did, did you see Giannis take both trophies to Chick-fil-A and try right. to order 50 nuggets yeah. to, to represent? <laughs> well, whilst he was Instagram living to 150,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. He's so cool. Live, much live much better than Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> <laughs> living the dream. Fuck me up uh, big time. I think we'll move on from the NBA. Uh, mm. Shout out to Mikey. Great win in that. Uh, we'll finish up with them in the NBA. I just want to mention the... Uh, the soccer the Australian team has won, and I think the final score was 2 nothing. 2 that's, nil. That's, that's huge. That's huge for our group. Mm. And also Spain and Egypt drew. Drew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we are ahead. We're top of the group there. Top of the group now. Mm. Yep. UFC. Yes. So we're going to UFC, and we talked very, very briefly about it. Uh, Corey Sanhagen versus TJ Dillashaw. That is coming up uh, this weekend. It's been two years since TJ has had a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, San uh, Hagen, the Sandman, is ranked second in the division, coming off wins, of course, that huge knockout on Frankie Anger, and then also a spinning kick knockout on uh, Miranda's as well. So, big, big fight for TJ Massive. coming back to two years layoff. Um, mm, yeah. What are your boys' thoughts? Well, it's kind of the good guy, bad guy story here, isn't mm. it, with TJ getting done for APO and. Sandhagen. Yeah, and, and for class five everyone this is EPO is top level of performance and Hensley drugs like it's you can't get much more top shelf than that. It's like yeah. it's like Frank Kaminsky fucking playing for the wrong team. Like that's what it <laughs> What does it say? It's it's blood doping essentially, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yes. Mm. Yeah, it's the stuff that Lance Armstrong did. Let's put it that way. Okay. Erythropoietin. It's blood it's blood doping. It's blood doping, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. So and so he, he copped his two years. Yep, he's former champion as well, wasn't mm-hmm. he? TJ Dillashaw. Yep, mm. yeah, and it was the fight that he went down to fight Cejudo and then got knocked out in the first round, like to try and be to be double champ. And then Cejudo took actually no Cejudo come up. Yeah, he no, did. no, yeah. he did. No, he went down because he tried to get down to one twenty five. So he went down. Cejudo's to, tiny. Yeah, so he went down to Cejudo. You're talking about Dillashaw. Dillashaw went, went down. down. Yeah. yeah, and that's and the reason he you know they did the EPO was kind of to help him. Maintain cut cut, yeah. cut and also maintain his cardio while also losing mm-hmm. an extra ten pounds to get down to that kind of weight. Mm. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> but yes, yeah, former champ comes in gets Corey Sanhagen, who's absolutely been dominating the division at the moment. Mm. Mm. Um, is is there waiting? Frankie Edgar and Marlon Moraes. Yes, yeah. So he's there waiting. He? He's only lost one fight, hasn't he? Mm. I'll, and I'll, I'll I think that, that was to Sterling. Yeah. yeah, I think you might be right. Uh, and Sterling, of course, Sterling and Yarn have to run theirs back. So he's kind of waiting here. So to get TJ, that's a huge fight. That's a big name. They're headlining this this um, fight night, uh, ESPN fight night. So, yeah. He's, he's actually had two losses, but one was, early, well, four years ago against Jamal Emmers. Not uh, in the UFC, of course. But, yeah, not in the UFC. But you're right. Their only other, his only loss in the UFC was to the current champ, Aljamain Sterling. Mm. So... I don't know. It's pretty close. Have you got the odds? He, he's, he's he's big for the division, so he's much taller yeah, than he, TJ. He's very tall. Uh, he's a cool dude as yeah, well. He's, great striker. Yeah. I want to pick him over TJ just because TJ. TJ. Um, so I, don't, I don't. It'll take him a very very long time, if ever, to get over his, um, you know, that 
Tainted leg. Big stigma that goes. Well, yeah. As soon as you have two years banned, isn't it? That yep. You're not going to have too many fans. You have got no fans. So, I mean, so outside of, I suppose, his return fight, like how does he get this fight for number against number two ranked? Well, Same it's but what the, like he, is his it, name and talent. Like he's so and still former champ, former champ. Like he he yeah, but he all got the way up to number two as a champ. Yeah. So you're saying it's not deserved. He should have to go back through and, and yes. work his way up. Who would At you, least. Who uh, would you be happy? So Sanhagen had beaten uh, Moraes and Frankie I'd Edgar. probably go Moraes. Somewhere like that. Yep. Yep. Like a six or a seven. Yeah, go possibly. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Because Dane has essentially gone, yeah, you've served your time now. Who gives a fuck? Let's get you yeah. straight back in there. Yeah. Let's, let's, you know. He needs top tier. Let's, let's make some money. Yeah. Like number five, Cody there. He's beaten Cody twice. Yep. Uh, and convincingly, yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you can't run that back, and you don't really want to pick someone lower than that. You could. So I don't think the game's evolved in the last two years. It has definitely, it, yeah, it, definitely. Yeah. But you still TJ's the former champ. He's, he's a name. Yeah, he's a yeah. Name. so it's a it's a it's a money fight. There's it's a there's a, li- there's a little bit of crowd, and this is the biggest fight for Cody. Um, for sorry, not for for Corey. Corey, Corey sorry, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting confused for Sanhagen. Um, so yeah, I. And you you saw with with Connor and and Dustin, it's pretty obvious mm. they 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 do care about the belts, but they care about the the bottom line more than more mm. than the belts. Yeah, the, the the belts kind of help them attain mm. that monetary gain. But like once you've got that monetary gain, well, like look, Connor, like Connor doesn't need belts, well, but he's going to make look, twenty with mil. The flight. fucking the interim mm. heavyweight champion of the world as well, which is which is bullshit. Really coming up with Derek Lewis and Cyril Gain, yeah. like they they. The, Dana's, he doesn't keep his cards too close to his chest. He's like he's pretty happy to, to show you the cards. And I think they've just, they just got funny. a problem where all the, yeah. the the champions at the moment have fought in the first half of the year, so they got to got to fill out pay per views, got to fill out mm. fights going forward. So they got to mm. create some yeah. intrigue. Um, but you know, for Sanhagen, if he beats TJ, that's that cements himself as the number one contender for whoever has to get the loser of Yarn Sterling. Oh no! Or, or straight, straight, straight. Yeah. Well, like once they lose, he's he's next. He's next in line. Next, he, yeah. He's, he's he's almost guaranteed next in line because he's beaten everyone else, and the others probably won't catch him in that time frame. So he's yep. got to has to get the he has to get the champion. At that yeah. Point. So so to that, what's the implication of this fight if TJ wins? Sanhagen. Same thing. Straight back in the conversation. Straight back in the conversation. Straight back in, do you think? Yeah, well, he's beat the number two guy. Yeah, well, well, that's that's the thing. Like, that's where that's should he fight uh, Moreno's first. Mm. It's not putting too much on the line to have, like, TJ straight back into the championship. Not that he's deserving of it. Like, if he – obviously, if he beats out these fighters, yeah. then he deserves it. I think this probably goes back to Peps's point. Like, this fight headlines the fight night, whereas that yeah. other fight – Probably is the co. Yeah, like yeah. it. It, it yeah. may. It That's maybe like doesn't do the fight night event sort of thing. Right? Yeah. Well, this is. You know, sorry, but this no, is sorry, the main yeah. fight. But yeah, like it's. Yeah, it's. Yeah. It's not. It's not the one that people are tuning in for. Yeah. But people yeah. tuning in is one because it's TJ's return fight. But yeah. 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 We, like, we, and you want a good com- competition there. And Sanhagen's been killing it since he's been gone. So, mm. it, it makes sense from that in that regard. Like this will, will have viewership. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. That. that and does I, make eyeballs sense. make money. And, and you know Dana, the the UFC's deal with ESPN, they need eyeballs. Mm. So this this will get eyeballs. Yeah, but I'm going to back Corey. Yeah, I'm going to back the Sandman too. Yeah, yeah, back him in. He is favorite at all of forty seven. TJ's out at two fifty seven. What's the first round knockout? Oh, that'd be a lot at that there. Probably yeah. in their weight division. 
Uh, Corey's been pretty good at it late. So, so Corey via first round knockout is eight dollars. You want either, but no, I was just prop more Corey because he did. Yeah. I think he did both. He did Frankie in first, and I think he did Moranas as well. Should be able to tell you that in a sec. Uh, so Frankie first and second. Marlon second, early second. Mm. Actually, no, that's late second. Is it? I don't know. I think that's time in. That's five. Some, sometimes they do it with time remaining as well. I think it's time in. Anyways, uh, a big fight announced. Two big boppers. Curtis Blades is going to take on Jarzinho Rosenstrike at UFC 266. Yeah, adding to that 266 card. So that card's getting built out of the moment and looking pretty stacked. Fucking hell. So yeah. this, this is a good one to add to that. This is probably the fourth fight, I think, from. From memory with the other, because you've got the Diaz Lula fight and then you get the two title fights, which yeah, would be at which the top. Is Shevchenko and Lauren Murphy and the big one, Volkanovsky versus Ortega. That's the ultimate fighter. Coaches going at it. Yes. So, yeah. So yeah. to add this to that, that's that's huge. Pretty and big card coming together. Yeah. I think Rosenstrike's coming off. Uh, oh, so, so he lost a gain recently. Yeah, because he, he definitely yeah. he got knocked out by Nangano and so he's lost a gain in that time frame too. So, But he's, you know, he, he had a huge, really great run. Knocking blokes out. Blades, on the other hand, had a really good run uh, with his wrestling, mm. taking mm. dudes down. But then he himself got uh, absolutely put to sleep by, I think, Derek Lewis. Yeah, yeah, I think mm. you're right. Um, he actually, Rosenstrike actually beat Augusto Saki on a uh, on a fight night in June. But yeah, before that, had that loss to gain. He actually beat Gino De Santos in between. That loss uh, to Engano and Cyril Gain. And then, yeah, I think you're right. I think Derek, Derek Lewis took yep. care of Curtis Blades. Second round knockout. Yeah. Has Blades fought since then? Uh, no, that was his last fight. Uh, that was February this year. And was on a four-fight uh, four streak. Before yeah. That. yeah, and you've got one and – no, two and three, I think, at the moment. So Gain and Lewis mm-hmm. um, for the interim, and Stipe would be one, I'm assuming. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think that's right. DC unranked or still ranked? Um, no DC. No, no. yeah, because no activity. So yeah, retired. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think so. I was just double checking. So yeah, this this big fight because Volkov, I think, is between the two of them. Um, again, like the, you know, winner of this probably gets loser of that other fight, mm. uh, and then you're working your way. You win that, then you're in the title contention. So they're yeah heavyweight division. They're always there and thereabouts. You know where Rosenstruck's from. Oh, uh, here's a funny flag. It's uh, a random. Bring, so, f- bring out the flag. It's super random. And I haven't seen it. You're just remember where I don't remember. Well, and I know for a fact you're not going to get the flag. <laughs> get the flag. It's an obscure country. Yeah, there you go. You got it there. Oh, yeah. So it's a, it's a green, white, red, yellow star. Suriname. No Suriname. So Dutch Dutch speaking area of South America up yep. near Guyana there. So yeah, not not too many. Well, I can't think of any fighters out of Suriname, <laughs> let, let alone famous athletes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. Bit of fucking pub trivia there for you. Suriname. That was probably the big major news coming out of the UFC at the mm. moment. Um, there's some interesting stuff around Conor McGregor, and uh, he might be out a year. Mm. Um, Got chronic arthritis in his in his ankle supposedly, and it's really re- really well known. And 
Um, they're surprised he, you know, kept going with this fight and went ahead with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talked about how he takes injuries. Um, so, yeah, that sounds like he's probably going to need some work and so needs some rest uh, before he comes back in uh, for a fight. But, yeah, that's interesting that sounds like a lot of people knew about going in that he had dodgy ankles. Yeah. Um, but he did it anyway. Just going um, back to some Suriname chat. Uh, <laughs> there's a shitload, is there? Uh, all Dutch footballers. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. so the likes of Jimmy yeah. Floyd, Hasselbank, Dutch legend, Edgar Davids, Clarence Sadoff. Um, yeah, so a lot of uh, Af- African uh, Dutch footballers, African appearance, um, I should say, uh, coming out of Suriname. So there you go, a bit of fucking pub ammo for you. I'm yeah. sure that comes up regularly in, the, in Australian <laughs> pub, tri- pub <laughs> trivia. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Speaking of obscure countries, the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Always get a few. You going to skip the NFL? Or do you want to talk NFL? Uh, well, yeah, yeah no, nah, do the NFL. We'll finish with the Olympics. Right. Do, yes, the right. yes. do the NFL. Do the NFL. So we'll do the NFL. The big news, uh, if you've been following during the week, Cam Akers um, fucked a lot of fantasy teams. And mm. as, as we do, they hit, people get stuck in one line for tearing his fucking Achilles. Yeah, like, like yeah. come on, bro. Losers. Yeah, so <laughs> did that while tra- while training away from the team. So Bet you that and who Frank Kaminsky plays for. Yeah. <laughs> so unfortunately, Cam Akers will miss the season. Um, big loss for them. They do have da- Darren Henderson. Daryl? Daryl Henderson. Daryl. Daryl. There is their one, but it wouldn't surprise me if uh, James Robinson or maybe Melvin Gordon get traded there. Ooh. Todd Gurley's on the market, but they've already yeah. ruled him out. Mm-hmm. Um but whether they stick with Henderson and go forward with him, that's a shout. But, yeah, big loss for them. Yeah, for Cam Achilles. Achilles, Achilles are the new ACLs, aren't they? And, like, and for running backs. Horrible injury and tend to be happening a little bit more frequently. So, yeah, yeah thoughts are with Cam and, yeah. and anyone. Good luck in his recovery. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Any Rams fans or any Cam Akers fantasy owners, mm. um, yeah, hopefully he can come back firing next year. Yep. Mm. And to make you feel sad, Peppy, um, Adam Scheffner continues his posting of random Aaron Rodgers news. Mm. Keep us all up to date. Uh, that came out during the week that he got an extra two-year extension on his deal, which would have made him the highest-paid quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a five-year deal in total. Uh, which would have him going <coughs> to like Brady numbers. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Not, well, exactly. He'd be... 42. 43, yeah. I think, when he, by the time he finished it. So he's just like, well, by the time I hit that money, I'm probably get retired anyway, possibly, mm. unless he wants to do what Tom Brady's doing. Um, but it's kind of pointed out that it's not a money problem. It's not a, he's already said it's not the players, it's not the coaching staff. So you can put a big circle around your favourite mate, Babs. <laughs> Good to cunts. Yes. Or as I like to call him, shit to cunts. Yes. <laughs> That's a name, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so long story short, Rogers is unhappy. He's gonna probably play out the season, but who knows? Six days, six days of training camp for the Packers. They open on the twenty eighth. Let's see if he's there. You reckon they trade him in that time? I feel like it would have happened by now. Uh, well, there, there's there's still plenty of time left. Like, yeah, that is true. Realistically, they've got until the week eight deadline, so they could, could wait ages. So he could sit as we've been talking. He could sit out if he really wants to. Um, and uh, yeah, well, if he doesn't show up to training camp, that's when the chat said, "Well, he's holding out." Mm, you, know, mm. you get to the end of training camp, you're in preseason. It's like, well, he's he might not show. Mm. At the end of preseason season, start. I was like, "Fuck, we got to go over Jordan Love. Mm. Uh, maybe we can get him some extra weapons. Let's trade Aaron Rodgers and get what we can for him for a 37, 38 year old quarterback." At yeah. that point, yeah, Packers have lost all their trade value with Rodgers. 
leaving it this late. Like they still have. He's the MVP. Everyone, everyone yeah, he's the MVP. So they'll have if, value. But if, if he sits out, everyone knows that they will be desperate for something else, mm. possibly. But then you know, well, the Packers got to have the agreement that we're going to get rid of him. And then they're going to create the market for him, which I think they can, where they got teams that, competing against him. There has them. to be a market for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, 100%. Has to be. Yeah. Even if it is late. Yeah. There would, in a bidding war, you'd probably get value out of him. But, like, I mean, that, if he sits well, out, like. The Packers have no leverage. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Absolutely no leverage. Which I, I'll probably say, I don't think they got leverage now. Like, nah, it's all with Rodgers. It's whatever yeah. Rodgers wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. And he's kind of like, he's already said, you know, this, this offseason is all about me. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. trying to better myself, trying to, you know, what what's best for me long-term in my career. Yeah. Um, for yeah. one, his fiancé and his marriage and his, his life going mm-hmm. forward. So, you know, all, all power to him. If he's he, got the power. Yeah. yeah if, in, if, in, in size. If, he, if he thinks Gunker Kunz is a fuckwit, then it's up to him. <laughs> <laughs> he he's a shitty Kunst. Yeah, it's up to him. You know, it's like, well, yeah, I'm done with this squad. He's got so, the power. Yeah. In size, in roaming the earth right now, in terms of cock size, it's blue whale, Peter Valandis, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll, go, I'll go. I'll back you on that. Uh, Fred Warner. Mm-hmm. This is huge money for an inside linebacker. Yeah. Your favourite stats, PFF, had him ranked the highest inside linebacker, I think, this year and possibly last as well. So, um, Bobby Wagner's probably entered the chat there. Yeah. True. So... But this is a great line, but like, no, no yeah. hate on Fred Warner. Also huge for Bobby. Like, yeah, yeah cause I, I don't, he hasn't got a new deal or anything from Seahawks and yeah. it sounds like he's not unwanted, but they're possibly going to move him on. But which would be, again, you'd want a bit for Bobby Wagner. Yeah. But you, five Warner, years, five years, 95 mil. million, highest paid inside linebacker. That's massive for them. And that's 19 mil a year. Quick mass right mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Got a young fella locked in in that defense for a long time. And for any sort of more casual NFL fans, it's um it's a bit of a crying shame, really, because you, the work that you get through as a middle linebacker, inside linebacker, is phenomenal. They mm-hmm. they literally they run around, make the most tackles. They often are the leaders of the defense, mm-hmm. and often will earn far less money than say an edge rusher, a guy that goes after the quarterback. So good to see a middle linebacker. Uh, Getting getting paid um, well there, so good on you, Fred. Yeah, especially after say Patrick Willis is the the classic one who, mm. you know, was like retired young because he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I don't want more concussions. Yeah, yeah. To see one for the the 49ers as well to get uh, a new young guy to come in and then mm. get him long term like that's a big big outcome for them. A huge outcome for Fred Warner. How old is Fred Warner, monks? If you were twenty five, yeah, he'd be he'd be if that prime of his career. 24. 24, yeah. 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 And you, you get him for his entire prime, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Signing him away like this. So There you go. Month till preseason, boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Again, very close. Exciting. 56 days till September 9th. Let's go. <laughs> Getting very, very close. Yeah. Tell you what's fucking close, the Olympics. Oh, not even close. They're already started. And we're watching Brazil and Germany at the moment. That's Danny Alves. That mm. is former Barcelona left back. Did it all mm. uh, with mm. Brazil. I think a, a World Cup winner. I is think that, he got a red just there as well. So oh, that's big. If, if that's true, uh, I think I think he's like thirty-eight. Big Danny Alves. He's he's uh, two yellows. There you go. One of the red. Uh, well, that's that's oh, that's, that's the, ger- the German, German guy, sorry. the German guy that that has um, put Arnold. the challenge challenge on him. Yeah, Danny Alves is one of the overage players there for um, Brazil. 
here in uh, the football at the Olympics. Um, so that they are underway. Yeah. We, uh, as, as mentioned, the, the the Australian soccer team won both both men's and women's. Yeah, boy. The, the Australian softball team in the women's lost to Tokyo, who I think are the defending Tokyo, not Tokyo, Japan, <laughs> yeah. who are the in in Tokyo, yeah. who are the defending champions. From yeah. my understanding, I, I imagine it's them and the USA kind of two horse race. Yeah, there's only six teams. Mm-hmm. There's only six teams, and they they actually had to play again today, and they beat Italy. So they're one and one, and I can actually probably bring it up here. Uh, Softball at the Olympics. I'm sure that's in a lot of people's Google searches, (laughs) but we we might be, statistically, we're a chance of a medal because there's only six teams, and let's say say bloody uh, USA and Japan are one and two. Maybe maybe we're... that's Sneaky the, for a bronze, yeah. But they 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 got fucking pumped. Like, let's be honest. It, <laughs> it was um, it was uh, eight nil, I think, or eight one. Well, Mexico went three two there against Japan. So. Oh, so we're in trouble. Is that, <laughs> is that, is that, is that oh, I don't, I don't know. My softball knowledge, women's softball knowledge, is not real great. It's better than me knowing which team Frank Kaminsky plays. <laughs> I'm having a real trouble letting that go. I'm because re- I've really done myself a disservice, and and the listeners a disservice. Well, you'll know that for all time now. So, yeah. uh, if that ever comes up in a, in a pub quiz to win significant money, you'll have that one down pat. Frank Kaminsky. Yeah. So today's play, the USA beat Canada. Japan. No, Japan got through Mexico three two. Thank you very much. Well, who's the other? That's what I said. Yeah, J- Japan beat oh, Mexico three yep. two. So saying Australia Mexico is really. competitive. So maybe maybe it's a real stretch here for us <laughs> winning a medal there. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. Anyways, who would have thought uh, softball at the Olympics got ninety seconds of our time? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, what should get ninety seconds. The Matildas they they beat mm-hmm. New Zealand two one. Uh, all reports say it could have been a lot more. Uh, yep. Sam Kerr, the uh, Tildas captain, she scored with a header and set up the first goal. Uh, it's it's a vital win um, against against uh, the Kiwi girls there because they are in a group of death um, with Sweden and the, the USA, USA yep. multiple World Cup winning USA, mm-hmm. and they mm. caught their first L in forty four games to the Swedes, um, who won that three zip. So um, is it two get out of the group? So it's one of those weird ones. So we've got sixteen teams in the men's and twelve teams in the women's. So you need to get eight out of twelve. So uh, top okay. two, and like the Euros, if yeah, you top two and the top third, two, and then and the two from and then the, the best thirds. Yes, yep, yeah, go mm. through, yeah. which which is good. So a win. We, we should get out. Uh, yeah, we should get out. Really, yeah. with with New Zealand, are the ones looking poor. Unlikely. New Zealand, yeah, they they struggle uh, to get out there. Well, you'd hey, imagine. if they, if they beat New, um, USA, then USA might miss out. Well, that'd be nice. How yeah. good would that be? That'd be huge. Um. I don't know if that Megan Rapinoe is playing. She's a, a huge star um, for uh, for the US girls there. But, yeah, they, they got pumped by the Swedes. How about that? Swedes, three more goals than their worst uh, fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. That's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> put, put that yeah. in the bottom drawer. You, you can say that about every game. Mm. Uh, uh. Anyway, so the Olympics, the official ceremony kicks off tomorrow. Yeah, this time, tomorrow night. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah they're, for us, they're only a, an hour behind us yeah. i believe yeah. yeah so pretty close time frames i saw some stuff about all the big japanese um superstars like singing stars they're gonna do a massive show uh probably be a bit of nintendo thrown in there as well yeah. for for all the um 
I don't want to say memes, but yeah, yeah, yeah for, for yeah. the laughs, like yeah. cheap laughs, but it should be good. Uh, be interesting to see how the rest of the Olympics goes. Of course, COVID is all running rampant between through the the village and coaching staff and athletes. Um, I kind of rampant just yet. Oh, it's getting bad from yeah. reports. Like it's 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 spreading quicker than they probably would have hoped um, with a bubble for athletes. Yep. Yeah, true. See what happens. I don't know. There's no protection for COVID. If <laughs> 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 you missed a chat on Monday night, there's, uh, what, 150,000 condoms been handed 60, out? 160,000 condoms. Which is 300 less than there was at Rio. <laughs> yeah. Olympics <laughs> equals fuckfest. Apparently. Mm. Yeah, I heard Usain Bolt had a train on volleyball players. So. Oh, my oh. goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> Holy dooly. Can't say that. He's yeah. bought for a reason. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Right, oh, well, if you're still here, um, thanks and may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah, if you like this shit, <laughs> please like and subscribe. If um, you yeah. think I'm a fucking idiot for going full <laughs> Charles Barkley and forgetting who Frank the Tank plays for, please get at me. That's... We might have to we might have to redo the first few minutes. We might lose a few minutes. <laughs> um, nah, I think that's hilarious because they'll all be sitting there going, "What the fuck is this guy on about?" Yeah, and I and if you sit through two hours, you will get the the payoff for that. Uh, there you go. And most of the last hour too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a cockhead. Um, <laughs> uh, it's Frank, all content. Yeah, it's all content. Yeah, I guess. Uh, thank you very much uh, for anyone that does listen to the whole ep. We do appreciate it. Uh, Tell your friends, tell your mum, tell your dad. Um, yeah, tell Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. See you next episode. Thank you, everyone. See you. Bye. Gotcha. Bye.